And bam, just like that, we're live. Ooh. Hey, I was, I had this, this guest on. Hi, good morning, Truman. I can't hear you. Let me see. Hold on. That's my favorite kind of guest. Oh, I'll get my coffee while you can't hear me. There, there we go. I got it. Uh, we're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, I had this. Uh, good to see you, dude. Good to see you, man. It's uh, it's always it's it's always weird to like ha- know these people and then you see them like every six months or a year and then you're like, oh, they are real. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, exactly. they are real. It's it's the um our world is so different with uh, digital technology. Can you imagine like a hundred years ago, you might not see someone for fucking twenty years, and even though I might not see you for twenty years in person, I still get to see you every day. It's a trip. I don't, it, it's definitely uh, I mean, you know how it is. It's definitely strange with with digital tech, and then like you see all these people, and then you may meet someone for the first time in real life, but it feels like I already know this dude. We've been talking for right. years now. Right. Um, my dad told me about this. Um, my dad uh, is 82 and he grew up in this village um, in Lebanon. And, and there was, you know, they didn't have toilets or electricity or phones or any of that shit. And, and they, he lived in a uh, 10 by 10 foot concrete um, home. Uh, you know, no running water, no electricity. And the whole family was in there. The nine brothers and sisters and, and, the, and the mom and dad. Just crazy, right? Just hardcore different kind of living than we're used to. And he said that they had relatives that were a few miles away. And so if you wanted to go see those relatives, the whole family would just start walking there. And, <laughs> and, 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 and he, but he also said like nine out of 10 times you run into them while they were coming to your house, but there was no, what you couldn't call. You couldn't make plans. You couldn't yeah. like, Oh man. Now I can text you, hey, I'm five minutes from your house. Hey, I'm three minutes from your house. Hey, I'm at your front door. Hey, I'm at the store. You want me to pick something up? Exactly. I, I would rather have had both experiences than only this one. I'm, 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 I'm glad I was born in 1972. See, I was born in 83, so. But, but I mean, it, it, you, you still know the world before. Um, I mean, there was a time when you were born, there were only three, three channels. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I mean, at the time when you leave the house, I mean, no one can get in contact with you. Just yeah, like triple A was God. Do you remember yeah. that? Oh, I have a triple A card. If my car breaks down, you don't even see cars broken down anymore. No, you don't. You you don't. You don't. Nope. <laughs> you met, Do you remember that? There'd be like a hill by your house somewhere, and you'd be like, "Yep, I know some." You, you know, there's gonna be someone on the side of the road with their hood open, just on, on any hill anywhere. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Steam coming out. Some lady who has no business taking off the fucking radiator cap. Yeah, army. Yeah. Uh, you are looking at Sherman uh, Merricks with it with an S owner of um, Dynasty CrossFit. But that's kind of is is that old news to you now? You, you've moved on. Last time I talked to you, you were running a, a marketing company, right? You yeah, were- yeah, yeah. So I still uh, I still own the gym. So it's not uh-huh. really old old thing. Um, I don't coach in the gym. Uh, but I still own the gym, still involved in the gym. Uh, but I also own Lasso Framework Marketing. Primarily, we primarily work with, um, you know, affiliates. Not necessarily, I shouldn't say affiliates, not necessarily CrossFit affiliates. That's most of our clientele. But we work with small studio type gyms and we help them with their paid social media marketing. Um, but first of all, like, we're not the whole, uh, 
you know, 30 members in 30 days stuff. That's really not us. We're not going to, you know, we don't promise that we're going to save someone's business. You know, if this is the last shot, we really don't work with gyms like that. But, um, but yeah, we help gyms grow basically to get out there in front of, you know, more people. How long have you owned Dynasty, Sherman? Uh, since what, 2011? So about 10, 11 years, something like that. Yeah. And how has your impression, and this question might be too broad, feel free to fucking land in on any little time frame. How has your impression of what you were running changed? Like, does, does an affiliate change like a kid? Like, you get a kid home and it's just like, keep feces off of them and keep them fed, you know? Yeah. And and then now when they're 12, like I saw your son's as tall as your wife, taller than your wife now. Now it's like, okay, keep them focused and away from cigarettes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the... It, it, yeah. Does that happen? Has, does the affiliate change like that too? Um, I, I think so. Um, my affiliate, like, like it's co- been, like an example would be like get new clients versus now it's keep clients, work out, exactly. get super fit versus now maybe stay healthy and not injured or or just some shit like that. Exactly, right. that's the biggest thing, right? When we first, when I first started, when I personally first started CrossFit, what 13, 14 years ago, it was basically us. You know, being online, I'm in Florida, so being on Eastern's time, and we're jumping on, me and my buddies, trying to call each other. We're looking at what the workout of the day is, and then we're like, hey, we'll meet you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. We're going to do whatever's written, you know, five by five back squat. All right, we got to go heavy. We're going to hang out for an hour or so and do it. Um, now, you know, and when I was working out back then, it was all about performance, right? That's the only thing that mattered. It didn't matter how you look. No one cared about can you, how heavy can you look? How fast can you go? Now it's totally about, um, you know, I shouldn't say totally. It's really about, hey, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to feel better. You know, uh, you know I've never done this. I want to do that. So it's a totally different clientele now. I always tell people back when we first started, it was sort of like Fight Club, right? You know, talk about it. If you show up and you survive, you can join. If you don't survive, I guess you can't join. Now, like we, we've, We've definitely changed things dramatically, right? Um, when folks are coming in, we have tons of different type of people, tons of overweight people, you know, moms that have dads that have never worked out before walking into our affiliate for the first time, you know. And that just wouldn't happen 11 years ago. Like, it just wouldn't. How old are you now? You're I'm 40? 39. 39. 39. Yeah. And so you open your affiliate when you were 28, which, which for a man is kind of his prime. Yeah, his yep. peak physical. Uh, and so that would make sense also that that's where you were at and that's where the business was at. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think Greg knew in 2003 um, or in 2000, whenever that CrossFit was for everyone, but, but the, but the original videos we got because you know, they would only release a video once a week or whatever. We were lucky if we got pictures, I guess it made sense they always showed us the biggest and brightest peacock in the yard. So we saw Josh Everett, yep. Annie Sakamoto, Greg Amundsen. And then, and then it wasn't until like every few months, then you'd see like some old dude jumping over, like a 70 year old dude jumping over a, a bar. And you'd be yep. kind of like, yay, cool. Okay. Get this. We want more Greg Amundsen. Yep. Uh, I agree. And like, it's funny right. that you mentioned uh, Josh Everett. Cause uh, we go back and forth all the time now on, social media because he's really into that no debt life like i am so uh like it was he's really into what say it again um you know like the no debt life 
you know. Not oh, together. right, right, right. So he's really into that. So we we sort of connected a couple years ago, and you know, it was sort of surreal for me because that was the original him, Amundsen, those guys. They were the original, and I was just like, man, I can't believe this dude is talking to me. Now we go back and forth, and but people that you know, like I'm always surprised most people that I talk to now that haven't been around a long, like they don't even know who Sakamoto is. They don't know about Chris Clever. They don't know. I'm just like, you guys don't know. Like, the, like that's the, like that was sort of that st- what started everything. You know, I would have never been a competitor and all that without really watching those guys and girls do that incredible stuff. Did you have dreams to go to the games when you were 28? Yeah. 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 Um, so I went to regionals in 2014. Um, and then when I went to regionals, for me, um, just the way I'm wired, it was like it was a great experience, um, but, it was, but it was hard work, man. It was a ton of hard work. Um, and I, I'm a team player. I grew up playing basketball. So the working out alone for multiple hours per day for a couple years in a row, I didn't like it. So when I went to regionals, um, I was toward the bottom of the pack and I was just like, yeah, this isn't like, this isn't for me. Right. Like not this, like not this level of competing, right. Like not this level of competing. So, um, yeah. So, uh, I went to regionals, did some, you know, did some of those big competitions, but I was just like, this isn't for me. So I only went to regionals once and that was the last time I actually did a competition in 2014. <laughs> and it, you you actually opened the brick and mortar location in 2011 like that was your first yeah yeah so we started off in my garage and then some people complaining we got kicked out of the garage so then right. i had to go okay i remember so then i had to go lease a space a little small um space somewhere so that was our first brick and mortar about 2011 yeah yeah what what year was the first year you got a client that um, that 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 basically needed help with everything, and by everything I mean even the uh, what was the first year? Oh God! And if you change more, what was the first year you got a scared client? Like I'm guessing most of the people, most of us who did CrossFit, we like jumped in and we were so excited. Yeah. But but at some point, right? You have to get a client where someone's like dragging their mom there, right? Or yeah. your neighbor comes over and they're scared even to do an air squat. Yeah. I would say probably a couple. So I was in my first little space that I rented for about a couple of years. So I would say probably about a year and a half before that happened, because when we first started, right, like people would come in and they weren't afraid and they were so tough that we, we would put them through like a baseline workout and they would crush them. But they were so prideful. They wanted to be in so bad that they would leave the gym and drive down the road and throw up on the side of the road. But they wouldn't throw up in front of me. Right. They were like, no, nah, right. I can do this. But I would or say, they'd, be, they'd be sore for a month. Yeah. So I would say probably about a year and a half, some folks started coming in that needed to, hey, like, I'm terrified of this, but I've seen some results. Like, can I do this? It's like, yeah, you can. And then we have to figure out how to really scale it way down and all of that stuff. You know, that's when I, I would say, so probably about 2013, 2012, 2013, when we started really just seeing people just looking for different things. But they were they were few and far between though. Like it's not like now, right? Like it's not like now, but back then, you know, someone would pop in. I want to say around that time we had someone that needed, like we helped someone lose about 80, 90 pounds. You wow. Know, a 
couple years in or so, this dude was like, he started personal training with me. And the only thing that we would do for his hour is walk. That's it. That's all we did. Like, we, well, we didn't work out. We didn't, we walked for an hour. I was like, man, like we can do a little bit hey, more. And, and how did, how did you handle that? Did you, were you tripping? Were you like, fuck, this isn't right. I should be doing more for him. Or I wish um, doing some were you tripping? How did you know to do that? Yeah. So in the beginning, like when I met him, he was like, I don't want to be embarrassed. Right. He was like, I, uh -huh. I don't want to be embarrassed. I was like, all right. I was like, no problem. I was like, well, we're going to do personal training. So it'll just be me and you. So you're not going to be embarrassed. Um, I was like, but we'll start off slow. I was like, what are you doing for fitness? He's like, I'm not doing anything. I was like, all right. I was like, we're going to start off really slow. I was like, we'll start off probably just walking, man, maybe doing some dumbbell stuff. Maybe he was like, whatever you say, like, I trust you. And, um, yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest in the beginning, it was a little weird, right? Dude's paying $75, $80 an hour for me to go on a walk with him, right. but he wasn't going to do it by himself. And he knew that. Right. I knew that. Right. So we would just walk and talk. <laughs> And then, you know, slowly started adding stuff and all of that. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. But, yeah, it was sort of trippy, you know. Hey, um, when when my, when my, my kid takes piano and, and the teacher's like 50 bucks for a half hour or something. And now that I think about it, in the early days, the first year he took piano, I'm like, that's $50? Because it's just, it's like he's teaching a five-year-old. like, And now that he's seven – he gets so much more for that. And he's been playing piano for two years. He gets so much more for that 50 bucks. Yeah. yeah. But in the, the, in the early days, it's like after a half hour, he still doesn't know where to put his hands, let yep. alone play a fucking note. Yep. Yep. And so, and so I guess it's like that. And is that guy, what did that guy, did that guy leave you when he left you? Could he do a pull up? No, 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 no. no. He's still a bigger no. guy. He hung around for, he hung around for a couple few years or so. Um, then he just ended up stopping him because of work and blah, blah, blah. Um, and yeah, I still have contact with him, but I don't think he's, I know he's not as working out like he used to be and all of that stuff, but he could do a pull up, but he could, but, but he could actually run. He could actually do yeah. things, you know, he could actually do things. So it was a drastic, different drastic. I mean, if you teach, if you teach a, if, if a, if a 60 year old gets a pull up man or woman for the first time in their life, their whole life has changed. Oh my gosh, whole entire life. And yeah, I mean, that's why I think it's so impressive when we see those masters athletes at the games, right? The, the stuff that they do. And I'm just like, man, there's, there's 20 years in my gyms that, that can't do pull-ups and muscle-ups and squat their body weight in these. Sherman, <laughs> I remember getting my first pull-up with more um, detail than uh, losing my virginity, and I lost my virginity sober to my girlfriend of three years as, as the, yeah. you know at eighteen. Yeah. But but I rem but but I don't really remember it so good. Um. But I remember being a twenty four year old man in, in the backyard with some of my friends, and one of my friends te finally like getting me to do a pull up. I couldn't yeah. fucking believe it. Changed my life. <laughs> I, I, my whole I, perception I, of myself changed. Yeah, I believe. <laughs> I believe you, you walk around, you walk around for 23 years um, uh, thinking you're less than other men, but you kind of start to embody it and you don't think, you know what I mean? I'm not like, Oh, I'm less than Sherman, but the day I get that pull up and you can do a pull up, I realized, Oh, I had been walking around with that mindset that yeah. I was a, I was a less man than you because I couldn't do it, even though I didn't really know it.
No, like uh, like the first my buddy that introduced me, um, my buddy that introduced me to CrossFit. I remember the first time I went to his house, he invited me. Oh, I didn't know it was CrossFit back then. He was like, "Hey, we got a workout," and I don't know what workout we did, but he had like a he had like a heavy kettlebell. I would say it's probably fifty three pounds. Mm-hmm. And I remember he was swinging that thing, and I'm not exaggerating. I went over and picked it up. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way I can swing. Like, how can like how can he swing this? Right? Like, how- yeah, like it would throw you across the room. You're like, that doesn't. The physics of that don't even make sense. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. I was thinking like, man, this dude, like this dude, he's a rock star. He's a, you know, he's older than I am. How can he do this? I can't do it. And then he was, you know, he would just say, "Give it time. You'll pass me. Give it time. Trust me." And sure enough, you know, yeah. How, how on, on, is, is it hard? How would you rate, um, uh, running a gym, keeping a gym open for more than 10 years? Is hard. It, hard. it is hard. Hard. I, I tell everyone is why do you still do it? If well, let, I'm going to ask you that afterwards, tell me, okay, it's hard. Why is it hard? It's hard because most of us that start off, we don't understand. We didn't have a business background, right? So we get into it for, all the right reasons, but with all the wrong understanding, you know, we don't understand profit and margin. You have to make money from this is if this is your sole thing. So like something that I did to sort of light a fire up under me years ago is that my wife went on maternity leave with our second child. When she did that, I quit my job and I was like, hey, we're going to give this a shot. I think we can make it work. Your wife's on maternity leave and you quit your job. Exactly. I, I was like, really? I want to quit because that'll light a fire in front of me. And I, like, we don't have any like fallback plan, right? Like I can't right, call my right. mom and say, hey, we need $10,000 to get us over. This is it. So like, I remember that specifically. And, you know, the reason it's so hard because so many of us just really don't understand what it takes to grow a business. Um, the amount of dedication it takes on the front end to really build something special, right? To build that foundation. I mean, just like in our fitness, right? Like everyone thinks like, oh, like I see whoever do this workout, I should be able to do it, but they don't look at all the back work they've done to get that foundation. And I I don't think many of us understand the amount of works it takes to uh, build a strong foundation to build a great business. Like I really don't. When um, I just drove my van down to Los Angeles, I bought my van in 2016, let's say it's a min- minivan. Yeah. Right. When, my, when my wife had the twins um, and uh, if my wife, if my, if my van was a business, no, like it is so fucking dirty. It smells bad inside. It's so dirty. There's, there's just shoes everywhere. There's no matter every day. It's like, I have to walk over to it with a trash can and throw stuff away, whether it's wipes or a wrapper of something or a stick, the dog chewed up in there or like a toy they broke or there's just, it's just nonstop. Right. I don't know that place. Um, if it were a business, it would have failed. Yeah. Like, like no one would want, no one would want to, no one ever wants to ride in my, no one wants to ride in my van except my kids. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it barely, it's only good for driving (laughs) dirty kids around in. It has no, but, but your business can't be like that. You can't buy it brand new. Like you could lose a client. The one day you take off from cleaning your bathroom could be the day the client goes in there and and stops in the, and cancels his membership because of something he sees in there. He doesn't like, right. There's no. Yeah. 
you're in a yeah. bad mood and you and you and you're rude to a client but you don't even mean to be and they're like fuck you i'm gone done 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 and you don't even know and you don't even know you're rude it's because like someone yelled at you on the way to work done and you know people you know like this is and, a, and they're never like oh sherman's probably just having a bad day they're like fuck him i pay him 200 bucks a month fuck that dude he didn't smile he didn't say hi to me i mean right I, that's the way it is i mean this is a people business right like this is not like these these affiliates aren't like you know, opening up a gas station or whatever, right? Like you're dealing with the people. So like you, you know, like you say, if you, you come in there and tell someone to shut up because you're having a bad day, if you're like, shut up and leave me alone. They're not paying you for another month, right? Like they're done, right? Like you're not going to. Right. But on the flip side, you can go to Whole Foods and cashier or bagger could be rude to you. You, gotta, you may report them, but you're going to come back to Whole Foods. Oh, you're coming back for sure. Yes. Yeah, right. So they're rude to you a hundred times and you're still like, and then you're trying to be nice to them. Isn't that crazy when you go to a restaurant? I feel like 50% of the time when I'm dealing with um, uh, people who are in the service industry, I have to win them over. Like I'm sitting at a table. I have the money, but I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to engage you. I'm trying to be nice to you more than you're trying to be nice to me. So you don't spit in my food when it should be you trying to get a tip from me. Listen, that's, so it's funny you say that. Cause that's one of my big things. Um, I don't mind paying folks. I don't mind tipping folks and stuff. But when I'm paying you, you work for me. Like my wife and I, we're building a custom home right now. I'm building a home, blah, blah, blah. And like we go into this thing and like, I'm like, I love the, I, I love the builders we're working with and all that, but they work for me. So my wife should be like, I want this. And like, I'm like, yeah, tell them. Like, well, I don't want to No, Hey, like we're spending way too much money. They work for us. Like they work for us. And same thing you're saying, like when I go to a restaurant, I want top notch service because I'm paying you. Like you're not paying me to be here. If you don't want to be here, that's fine. Hey, give me like find me someone else that's going to serve me. Um, It's going to serve me correctly. I'm, I'm paying like I'm paying. Yeah. yeah. But so many people that are afraid to say like, you know, so many people that wouldn't say that. Like, well, you can't say that they're they they have to act better because you're paying them. Yes, I can. I'm paying them. Like, this, right. like that's how it works. Like you were, you are working for me. So I'm going to pay you appropriately based on your service. So you, you better make sure it's right. And, and you worked hard for that money. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. um, I, I'll, I'll, I remember one time uh, Greg told me, he said, uh, money is human energy. So like I, you pay me 50 bucks and I use my human energy to teach your kid how to play basketball. Yeah. And that's why, that's why stealing from people is so gnarly. Cause you're stealing a little bit of that. You're stealing their, and it's like a video game. You're stealing their energy or like yeah. you, you break someone's car window and, 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 um, uh, yesterday, Mike, one of my kids lost a, a ring that he had and it was $16. He had bought it at like some beach store. And of course it killed me when he bought it. Like yeah. what a fucking waste of money for this. <laughs> but, but I'm just like biting the inside of my cheeks being like, Hey, I, I remember what it's like to be a kid. Like just sure. be cool. And I told him, I said, Hey, I wouldn't take that ring to the beach. It's going to fall off. You're going to lose it in the sand. Of course he loses it and he's crying. And I, and I, and as much as I'm trying to just be like, I'm so sorry you lost the ring. That's a tough break. That's what happens with objects. They come and go in your life. I also explained to him like, Hey dude, that's, um, that's 16 one hour workouts you did because he, if he works out, I give him a dollar. Gotcha. And it's like, that's 16, 16 one hour workouts. You just. Yeah. Gone. 
what do you think um do you, uh crossfit what do you think about what's going on um did you worry about the mothership very much at all they got a new ceo have you he, he's done some interviews no, uh, I, haven't, they, I haven't even been keeping up with it if i'm being honest no not at all not at all like i'll like i'll <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'm, I'll tune in a little bit of what a couple people are saying but what's going on at hq has so little to do as far as on the ground in the gym right like so I just don't waste my like I just don't have the time or energy to waste on that. Um, yeah, so I just don't. Right? Do you like, think I, it's misplaced energy for for all affiliates to worry about it? Do you think I that, don't? I, no. I, I, like I do not. I, I don't think okay for all affiliates. Like my thing is, um, first of all, I still miss Glassman. Uh, I want to meet Glassman. I've never met him, but like I think that s- some of that. You know, some of what Glassman brought to the table, like he let us understand that, hey, you can really like stand up for what you believe in. And like, it's okay if everyone doesn't agree with it. It's fine. There's other options out there. Um, Now I feel like we're sort of turning to the, we have to make everyone happy and everyone has to agree with it or, you know, or just don't say anything about it. Um, But some of these affiliates, right? Like if this is your primary income this is your primary like if the affiliate model were to shut down today right no more crossfit is gone uh i don't lose one second of sleep right i don't but there are some people even guys that have uber successful they may have two three affiliates with three four hundred people um you know if the affiliate model shuts down a gym gyms that big won't be hurt that much but there's a lot of gyms if crossfit shuts down Right. Like that throws a big wrench in their future projections. Right. Because um, they feel that people are coming to them specifically for CrossFit. Right. Like I like I do think there are some people that come to me specifically, specifically because my gym is called Dynasty CrossFit. But I also think there are some people that don't come to me specifically because my gym is Dynasty CrossFit. Right. Um, But yeah, I yeah, no, I just don't keep up with that. I don't like I I don't keep it with it. Um, is is that a um, more um, seasoned business approach that you have? Think you so. think? I think so. I think so. I think so. Like this, this is probably the man. Like I've never been. Um, like I missed the games this year. When I say missed the games, um, I didn't watch it. Um, I like I didn't watch one second of it. Not not and not because I necessarily didn't want to. Um, but it's my anniversary. My wife and I we were on vacation in the Caribbean, and it sort of slipped my mind. Oh, by the way, that looked really nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we had a great time. But like, I wasn't. So when I you went, went to, you went to sorry to interrupt. Uh, you went to Dominican Republic. Correct, correct. Yeah, well, Dominican okay. Republic. Sorry. So we'll, when we'll I was go, there, we'll get back to that. Yeah, like so when I went there, my wife had her phone. I had my phone. I sort of left my phone in the room most of the time. So like, she would tell me, "Oh, the games are on." But then when we get busy. I just didn't watch it. And I remember there was a time, man, that I wouldn't miss one second of it. I mean, I would watch freaking every event in the world. So my love for CrossFit hasn't necessarily changed. I still love CrossFit a lot, but it's different. And I hate to use the word love. I mean, it's just different, right? Like, I'm just not, I'm definitely not as, you know, like, I know some people, like, we had a drop in the other day. She's like, did you watch the games? I was like, I did, and I was on vacation. She was like, I would have been watching on vacation. I'm just like, not watching the games on vacation with my wife. 
I'm on vacation with my wife. I'm not worried about the games. Uh, even though they were a beautiful thing, I imagine, and all of that. But, yeah, it, it's de- but I think that comes with, like you said, season. You've been in it for long enough. You understand there's going to be other competition. There'll be games next year and the following year and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Hey, hey, I watched the entire games. And yesterday I was at the beach uh, at sunset and there was a there was a uh, uh, a sign out in the middle of the beach. Like I forget what it said. It said like surf lessons or something. And it was probably like 40 feet from me. And I said, hey, I want to see you. I want to see you three boys r- run around that sign over there and run back to me. Three, two, one, go. And my kids raced. That race was more interesting to me than any fucking games event I saw. By yeah. a thousand, I was more engaged. I was like, "Oh shit, they're shoving and pushing up." Like, I, I don't think people. Yeah, it, it's um, I uh, it's interesting. I watched every second of the games uh, of the individual, but I, 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 if if it wasn't um, if there wasn't something in it for me directly, I wouldn't. I have no, I have no interest in watching it for leisure. It's, it's the same reason why people ask me, "What would you ever?" I would never go to the games and just watch them either, as a fan, as a fan. There's no fucking way. I I have to have a job around it. Yeah. Well, hopefully you get a job back around it. No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And and I like and I like what I'm doing. I'm 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 on the um I'm on the cutting edge again of the technology and the way we're covering the games. It was basically what I did is I just sat here like this, Sherman, in front of my computer, and then I had dudes there on the ground with cell phones. Yeah. And we would basically just report what was going on there live. But I, but it was more interesting to talk to the people, yeah, than, than to actually watch the games. Talk to yeah. talk to the talk to the athletes. Um, you, how many kids do you have? Three, three, three. kids. And uh, and I have this picture right here. And and, and your son just passed up your uh, your wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gonna pass me soon. So <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And how old is he? Fourteen. I have 14. He has a mustache already. Uh, four, 14, 11, and eight. Yeah, I know he has a mustache already. I know. We always give him a hard time. <laughs> that's crazy. He doesn't shave that thing, right? That's just uh. No, that's just that baby. That's just mother. like the way Dave Castro grows a mustache. Like he just exactly. in a year, that thing just fuzzes in. Exactly. Yeah, just like that. Are are your kids integrated into the? Is your fourteen year old have any? Um, has he started working at the affiliate at all? Cleaning bathrooms, training, a mop. The yeah, floors, um, like, yes, yeah, we have. So obviously, they've grown up in the gym. Um, still, they go there a ton. My fourteen year old, he just started um, cleaning. Right, like we we have a big, you know, we have about five thousand square feet, so we have one of those floor cleaners. Um, so we started showing him, hey, you're gonna be a job. You gotta make sure the floor stays clean. You gotta use this machine, and we'll pay you. So he's just starting to get a, a piece of that. Um, he's really into basketball. Um, but so am I. Like, we love basketball. So, um, you know, he's not into the exercise side of CrossFit like I thought he would be at this age because basketball has taken that over, you know? So, yeah. Um, w- w- my dad owned a wine and cheese store in Berkeley. And I feel like I, I got my social chops there because I would be there at five years old to, you know, to whenever he sold it when I was 10, 11, 12. And I'd always be there and I'd watch him interact with people. Hi, how are you? How can I oh. help you? Or I would work behind the counter and make change for people. But I was always like dusting wine bottles or doing something. Has, is, has he, has, have you noticed your son 
uh, and your and your two sons and your daughter like start mimicking your skills of what they see how you treat people in the gym oh yeah for sure for sure they so like their social graces are beyond their peers because of they they see their dads in the service you know trying to make people happy at the at the gym yeah my so my my oldest and my my youngest they're uh like they're not as outgoing as my daughter right they're not shy but my daughter um like she can pretty like you pretty much drop her off and she's gonna be like she's gonna like she's gonna work the room she's gonna be fine she's gonna make friends um my youngest he's uh like he's my personality but he's a little reserved in the beginning my oldest he's pretty just like he's pretty just laid back like you know he can deal with anything but he's laid back like he's totally fine with not even talking to my wife and I at times if he like he's like come in the house not say much, do his thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they're all uber social, even though they're homeschooled, right? Because um, everyone, you know, like we've been homeschooling for about five years now. And like my wife, she wanted to do it for years. And I was just like, we're not a homeschool family. If I'm being honest, I had these. Yeah, that's what I thought too. You know, like I had these fallacies in my head, like homeschool kids are weird. Like they don't know this, they can't do that. And now that we do it, there's no other way I tell anyone, man, homeschool your kids, train them up that you want to train them. Like they're going to learn and you're going to teach them that it's going to be fun. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, they definitely gotten a lot from being, being, being engulfed in that business for pretty much their entire lives. All of them. I, um, I, I thought that the reason why I couldn't homeschool is because I wasn't smart enough. And then the other day, and my kids are homeschooled, and I heard my two five-year-olds having a debate on whether there were mountain lions in Santa Cruz County or not. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like, they're already smarter than me. Like, you you just have to keep the door open for them to learn. Um, And they'll they'll keep learning. Go ahead. Because we were watching watching Family Matters last night, uh, Steve Urkel. And it's like an episode, and Steve went on this show, like this game show. And like they asked him a tough question, like he's not gonna get this question. And it was like, I don't know what the question was. Then my oldest answered the question. I didn't know the answer. I looked over and was like, <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> How did you know that? And that's the answer I never would have known in a million years. But I do give my wife a ton of that credit because she's very academic oriented and all that. So it's definitely why, why do you, why did she want to homeschool him? Did she not like the schools? Um, I think that was a little piece of it, but I think um we have quite a few friends that homeschool and we would see sort of the fruit of those kids and families life. They had a ton of time together. The kids were very smart. Um, and then for us, we 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 got to spend more time with the kids being, you know, being business owners, right? Like we got to spend more time with the kids. Um, you know, to me it's brutal sending your kids away for nine, 10 hours a day, 11 hours a day, and then coming home doing that thing. And that's something that we didn't enjoy. My oldest and my second, they went to school for a few years. I want to say two or three years. And I didn't love it because that's back then. That's when I was in the business. I'm coaching everything, cleaning the floor every night. So I basically, I mean, there were times that I would leave in the morning to be there to coach the five or six o'clock class come home after the 6 30 7 o'clock class so i wouldn't see my kids in the morning when i got home they were in bed or headed to bed 
And I was just like, no, nah, this isn't, no, nah, like we can't do this. <laughs> like we can't do this. Yeah. So, people uh, tell me all the time, you're so lucky you get to spend so much time with their kids. I don't even think they realize like they say it, but I'm like really lucky. Yeah. Like, like it, it, like it, th- it's not that I'm so lucky. It's like, if you're not spending time with your kids, you're really missing out. For sure. For yeah. Sure. It's, 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 it's dope. Because just think about all the stuff they pick up, man. Like this, like just the stuff that we don't even know that they're picking up, just how to deal with people and just so much stuff. And I'm just like, man, if they want to get that from me. They begin that from some other knucklehead 10 year old that got it from their knucklehead parents. And yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely pro homeschool. <laughs> I love it, but I don't do a ton of the work. My wife does a ton of the work. So I have to yeah, yeah. Her. My too. My too. I, I basically just, cause she does most of the educational stuff, but if I see them get wild, I'll be like, all right, let's go for a walk. I'm that yeah. guy. I'm, yeah. I'm the recess guy. Gotcha. Um, are, are you still doing, did you do the podcast? Are you still doing the podcast Sherman? Man, I've been slacking on that podcast. I've been slacking. Um, Are you gonna do it? I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not harshing you. I'm not judging. No, you. No, 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 no. I didn't take it that way. No. I, um. Yes, I am going to do it. I think I'm going to do a couple episodes per month because in the beginning I was doing like two per week. Um, it's a, it's but, it's a, it's a finance podcast. It's 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 advices to people on uh, smart money lessons you've learned in life. I mean, I think yeah. it's crazy valuable. Like it was so like we had. Like in the beginning, like I'm just like just the way I'm wired, Savon, like on fire doing it all the time, even though I really didn't have time. And then when we went on the Dave Ramsey show and then when we were featured on Fox News, um, it was just so the Fox much. News thing was recent, wasn't it? Was that recent? Yeah, it was it was about about I want to say about seven weeks ago they put it up and that was bananas. I mean, that was nuts. Like dead and tight. Because tell the story for people who don't know, please. What happened? Okay, so my wife and I, we paid off $203,000 in 27 months, right? So that got us on the Dave Ramsey show because we followed his methods, blah, blah, blah. And then from being on that show, um, Fox reached out to us. Now, when we got the email, uh, someone from Ramsey reached out and said, hey, someone, blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, we'll do the interview. Now, I'm thinking, we're thinking, okay, someone from Fox News is going to interview us, but this is going to be a little sidebar article in the middle of nowhere, like it's like it's not a big deal. About three or four days later, like I wake up to tons and tons of text. Like people are like, you know, Fox News. I'm like, what? And then like they have us on their main page and blah, blah, blah. So it was just bananas because uh, you know, I didn't know. Well, I did know, but it was my first time experiencing, like really understanding that everyone's okay with you having sort of like a come up story, right? Like everyone's okay with that, right? Like, yeah, hey, you were raised by a single mom in the projects and like, okay, that's all fine and dandy. But when you sort of figured things out, um, and there were people that were like in the comments, they were like, there were some people that were angry. Like, there were people that were like, they were, they, they were literally angry that we made that much money that we could pay that off in that much time. And like, I was just like, wow, this is nuts. Like, this is crazy that people are actually upset that we basically paid off our debt. Like, so, like, that's all it was, you know, like, I mean, there were quite, like, there were quite a few people that were like, <laughs> that were hey, trying. To- I, I heard when I shared your story with people, I had people say that to me instead oh. of saying, wow, how the fuck did he do that? Well, anyone could do that if they had that money. And I'm yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Wow. You fucking don't get it. Yeah. 
No, I like I was blown away, and, and like that's what I was. I mean, that's like that's what really gets me fired up because just like every like everyone's okay with me saying like if they don't know anything about me. I just tell them, hey, I was raised by a single mom. You know, she raised me and my sister. I got married young, and you know, like we have a little gym somewhere, and like oh, you're a small bill. Oh, that's good. That's a great story. But when you tell them, oh, hey, like I did that, but guess what? But, you know, I make, you know, I make $400,000 a year. Um, we take vacations. We fly first class. Uh, we got to pay for our kids to go to college. Like, all that stuff. It's just like, oh, well, anyone can do it if I made that much money per year. I'm just like, yeah, like, I see why people say, like, I see why they say eat the rich and stuff because that's just, uh, like, that's just a thing, right? Like, it, it makes them feel better, I guess. They don't realize that um, you stopped, you quit chewing gum, you unscrewed half the light bulbs in your house to save electricity. That that you didn't have to do any of that either. That and, and, uh, instead of going on vacation to um, to France, you used your free miles to go to Dominican Republic. They don't. It, it's so crazy. They don't. Uh, It's it, it's uh it's it's just it's fascinating to me. It's, it's, I mean, just the simple thing when I lost my job, like you don't wash your car. I don't take my car to the car wash anymore. You know what I mean? I'm happy to do that, even if it's a waste of money. If I'm really fluid in cash, I like supporting the car wash. I like supporting the kids who are there working. I like, but, but you just change things. You change things to 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 get what you want. And um, yeah, there's this. I heard this guy. I, I think he was a charlatan. Um, but, but, um, a, a scammer, but it was the best financial advice I ever fucking received. And it's so fucking easy. Sherman, he said, if you resent people and I'm not even a God guy, but he said, if you resent people, a rich people, God will make sure that you don't become rich. Cause he doesn't want you to become something you don't like. So if you see someone driving by in Lamborghini, you're like, fuck that rich guy. He'll make sure you never get rich. And at that moment I switched the script in my head. Yeah. And my whole fucking life changed instantaneously. I admired people. I, I appreciated their hard work. I thought better of them. It's like the same class of people also now that they want to tax the rich. No, use all of that energy that you want to tax the rich and ask your politicians what they're doing with your tax money. Stop trying to get money from other people and find put that exact same energy on what your politicians are doing with the money. It's um, they're 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 holding themselves back. Like so. It, why would anyone spend any energy hating on your success? L listen, man, I and you I have mean, three kids. So, so, so like we're gonna get off on a tangent on this. We're gonna offend some people, but I know you don't care. You know, I don't. No, care. no, especially um, if we're telling the truth. So, like one thing that I did probably, I don't know, four years ago, like I found like three or four of the most of the wealthiest guys that I personally knew, like three or four, like. Like I knew they were wealthy, right? Like I didn't know I didn't have access to the bank account, but like, like I knew I could tell I had talked to them before. So yeah. I invited all four of them to dinner. Now I didn't tell them what, like who else was coming. I'm like, hey, like I really would like for you to come to dinner with me. I may have a friend or two there and like, it's going to be about finances. I'm really trying to um, get my finances in order so I can, you know, have some success. And of course, all these guys are like, oh, I would love to help. Like I would love to help. So then we all meet for dinner and then they all show up and some of them know each other. And, oh, this is pretty cool. So like we had like a three hour dinner and we just talked about stuff. Like I was able to ask them. So they were sharing stuff. And I was like, if everyone that really wanted to be successful in whatever field, they like, they took the time to really talk to the people that they thought were the most successful. Like, don't, 
don't go to these folks asking for a handout. Like I didn't ask like these three dudes, these four dudes or whoever, they made way more money than I did, but I took them out to dinner. Like when the check, before the check came out to them, Hey, like this comes to me, like this isn't for them. Um, you were paying for some schooling. You were paying for some schooling. Exactly. Right. Like three hours with them was worth well more than a couple hundred bucks. I had to spend on whatever it was. And, you know, so often people, they see people that are successful and stuff. And they sort of just look at them and, you know, snarky remarks instead of going up to them and say, you know, like, man, how did you do that? Right. Like, I would love to learn, you know, like if someone came to me and said, man, like, you know, ask me a question. I would definitely give them my time. But if you tell me any type of, oh, well, you know, you just got lucky. Uh, that's one of my favorite, you know, you just got lucky or, you know, like all black people can't do what you did. Oh my gosh. Just don't like, don't do that. I like, don't like, don't do that. Like the media has fooled so many people, African-American and white into thinking that a black man can't take care of himself without the niceties of a white man. And I'm, wholeheartedly disagree with that and I hate that narrative um and my best friend is a white guy so it's not that I hate white people by any means but like don't tell me I can't get what I can get without the niceties of a white man and we got to have all of this because I'm black and this oh man like it burns me up <laughs> like it burns me hey, up is that the hardest is that the hardest thing about is that the hardest thing about um, having black skin, not not the narrative as opposed to what the reality. Do you know what do you know what I mean by that? It, the, it like that like that that narrative that you just mentioned. That seems more restrictive than the actual fact of of there being people out uh, there who are trying to hold you. Yeah, back. no, that's if anyone buys into that mindset. Yeah, black skin, you buy into that mindset, like you're done, right? Like you're done. Because there are people that actually become successful, which why it pisses me off so much. Like if me, just take me, right? Like take me, you take another guy. Both of us happen to be black. We're both uber successful. I'm telling you, hey, you can figure it out. It doesn't matter if every single person hates you that it doesn't matter. You can figure it out. You can do it. You got another guy that's successful and they, and he's saying the antithesis of that are like, yeah, you know, like it's like, it will be harder for you to make it because you know, this cop doesn't like black people. I'm just like, what kind of crap is that? How can you make it? But you're telling someone else that they can't make it that come from your exact Like what kind of, like what kind of man would I be if I, if I were to tell someone you can't make it, but I made it like, that's like, that's crazy. Like I would never. What if? What if it the the truth were different? What if the actual truth was is that white people actually th wanted to be friends with black people? What? Uh, if, I, and I, I'm dead serious. I bet you there's. I bet you. I bet. I, I'm gonna try to be clean because I know you're a good man. I'm trying to say anything <laughs> too too too. I was gonna use a really nasty metaphor. Um, <laughs> Well, first of all, you can have any any belief you what you what, let's say I said, hey, the world's going to be actually better for me because I'm black. The world actually the world's going to be better for me. I actually do think this. I think that the world treats me better now that I'm older. Some old people have the mindset that the world that they become invisible when they get older. I think that the world's nicer to me when I'm older, way nicer to me. And the, the grayer and bigger my beard is, the nicer the fucking world is to me. 
Yeah. And, and I just tell myself that story. People engage me more. People make better eye contact with me. People, uh, people at restaurants are kinder to me. And I think the truth is, is the exact opposite. And I think it's just mindset. I think that there's, I think that, I think that there's so many white people out there who don't have black friends that they're dying to have black friends. They're dying to meet black people because in those areas where it's like Santa Cruz County, there's more, there's 1.6% of the population. There's native American and 1.4% is black. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like, yeah. um, yeah, it's a fucking crazy, it's, it's, and it's pointless to have that mindset. Hey, can't you leverage that too? Can't you leverage your ego? Let's say, let's say you do think that, let's say you do think, Hey, I'm only five, five and I'm white and I can't be on the basketball team. Therefore I'm going to work harder. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. can't you just leverage it? I mean, you can, man, but I, I always like I tell people that the government wants you fat, broken, uneducated, right? So if they can, if they regardless can, of your skin color, regardless, regardless, regardless. yes, color. yes, yeah, no, yes. the government just in general they want you fat. They're broken. they're really fair like that. They're really fair like that. Exactly, they're equal. They're equal opportunity, right? When it comes to that, they want you fat, broken, uneducated. So if they can give you a little bit, right? Give you a little bit to keep you. Hey, just yeah, like that. Hey, don't do too much, right? Like, don't do too much. Just and like I've just seen that over the years, right? Like, I feel. Did like you I'm, ever have that mindset that that the world was out to get you because you were no, black and you had to flip the no, script on it? No, 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 no. My mom, my family. No, that's just not. That just just wasn't the way I was raised. So I guess that was a blessing in and of itself. But no, that was never. How about your siblings? Do you have siblings? Yeah, uh, I have one. Like, I have a sister that I grew up with. No, she didn't think that way either. Like, we just always thought like. I mean, we did always think we're going to have to work 10 times harder than everyone else coming from where we come from, but we were down for the challenge of, okay, all right, got to work harder. All right. It's all right. But once I get there, like it'll be fair game then. So like, I've always thought that I had to work harder. Um, I still sort of think that way now, even though it's sort of a, sort of an internal motivator to keep a chip on my shoulder, right? Like that's how I'm wired. I like to keep a, chip on my shoulder even yeah if, me too made up too. right even if it's made up yep yep just keep it on my shoulder so. i prefer a made up one <laughs> hey, so um, yeah i had i uh i i was a junior in college and and i really liked this girl and one of my friends just flat out told and she was i'm five five she I, she was probably like five eleven and i had almost when you're five five like almost all the girls you date are taller than you <laughs> yeah but but I had a friend actually tell me, hey, dude, she'll never go out with you. I'm going to go, why? He goes, because you're so much shorter than her. And I I just, I couldn't even fucking believe that came out of his fucking mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and and the truth is, though, that it's the truth. Yeah. It's the fucking truth. And, and, and it's okay. I don't, I don't, a woman should want a, a, a big, strong, tall man to take care of her. It, it should be, it, it, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It, it's just, it's something that I'm going to have to, uh, it's just it's it's fine it's it's okay it's um it's it's not part of my um i use it it's like the chip on my shoulder i use it to i use it to fuel me not to or to be aware like it's just like if you, you knew what you were good at and what you weren't good at at basketball if you're not a good three-point shooter you are gonna have to get closer to the fucking basket yeah yeah yep. like there's a reason why steph curry's so good from the outside something wasn't working for him on the inside probably Yep. So, yep. I mean, I don't know that. I just made that up. I don't know shit about <laughs> basketball. Sorry if I said something blasphemous. 
What is your favorite team, basketball team, the family team? Man, we don't, we don't have a team. We like basketball. Oh, seriously? We just watch basketball, man. We're oh, just, that's good. We just love basketball. I mean, my boys probably have a favorite team, but I just – um, I have favorite players, though. I have favorite players, not necessarily teams. Yeah. So. I um I when I, I used to watch football and I would only watch the when I was a kid and I would only watch the Niners and the Raiders because I was from the Bay Area and I I did realize that I'm not a football fan that I'm a, a Raider and Niner fan I never was kind of like a student of the game like it, every it was either Joe Montana and Jerry Rice and that's it everyone else Jim Plunkett and Marcus Allen the rest Bo Jackson everyone else could go fuck themselves yeah, yeah I didn't care <laughs> yeah if um. If if someone wants to open, um, uh, if if you had to do it all over again, would would you? If you were going to open a gym all over again, would you take the same path? Would you would you start with uh, opening a CrossFit affiliate and and then build from there, or would you open a non CrossFit affiliate and, and, and build from there? Oh, you had to do it all over again, and and, and, I, and not and not even all over again. I mean, in two thousand, if I said Sherman, I want I'm going to give you a, a fifty thousand dollars seed money. I want you to open a, another gym. Well, how would you do it? I would go out and try to buy a successful gym. Mm, mm. That's what I would I do. I didn't see that coming. Okay. Regardless if it's regardless if it's CrossFit or anything. Yeah. So so you know I What really if you love the CrossFit methodology? What if what if yeah. you're like, holy fuck, man, I the L one I just love this. Yeah, so like I would like I would I would try try to buy a successful affiliate because here's the thing when I started my gym in my garage. Like I only had a couple thousand dollars. I bought some mats and a couple. Like I don't think you can do that now. So taking on, you know, taking on two hundred thousand dollars in debt to start something with no recurring revenue, I don't think that's the right play to go because the affiliate model is not a franchise model. So if you had two hundred grand, I would go out and find an affiliate that was worth that much that you can get for that much that already had recurring revenue and systems in place. And you could take it over and you could sort of figure some things out along the way. Right. But starting from scratch, man, I would tell people, listen, everyone's not built to start something from scratch, especially not a gym. It is hard yeah. work. Like it is hard work. Um, so, yeah, no, if I had to do it again, I would buy a successful affiliate. I would. That's what I would do. Great advice. Uh, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's been too long. I think this is the third time we've done a podcast together. I think we did CrossFit and we did one on the Sevon podcast. And now this is our second one. I think so. I think so. Well, thank you. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll be checking in with you and it's fun watching your beautiful family. You're a good dude, All right. man. All right, man. Good. And we'll have to, um, when I come to California or you come to Florida, we'll have to go out to dinner. I, hey, and I'm going to, the second I'm um, done with uh, the podcast here today, I'm going to uh, reach out to Greg and be like, yo, there's this guy, Sherman Merrick, you got to meet. I want to, I want to help facilitate that. All right, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. All right, brother. All right, this is all. Catch you later, buddy. All right, ciao. See you. Good dude. Good dude. I'm starting to have people on the podcast more than, uh, more than, um, more than once. Kind of cool. Let's see what is going on here. Mr. Rhodes, hi. Good morning. Bruce Wayne, hi. Kenneth Delap, the American flag always. Uh, I haven't taken a single phone call since I've been on the southern side of California. 
I wonder if, um, let's see, uh, I have to leave an hour after this meeting starts. What? I am waiting for you. We are live. Don't be a C-U-N-T. Yes, caller, hi. Hi. Hey. Um, I was calling because I was going to ask him a question about, uh, did you ever get your dehydrator working with your fruit? Well, me personally? You were going to ask Sherman a question? I kicked Sherman to the curb. Shoot. Oh. I'm so sorry. No, but, I should have opened the phone lines when Sherman was here. Oh, but I thought you also wanted to start dehydrating fruit from your garden. I, I do. I do. God, I'm, I have a whole wheelbarrow full of apples right now. I don't know what to do with it. So apples are actually pretty hard to dehydrate because okay. there's a lot. Well, they're not as bad as like mangoes or anything because there's not as much moisture in them. But yeah, you should totally start doing it. If you do get a dehydrator, you should get one with the fan in the back because that way you don't have to re. Uh, what about, what about making a solar dehydrator? Someone someone showed me a uh, a solar dehydrator the other day. That's going to be too long. It take too long. Take too long. Yeah, it's it's all it's all it's all it's it, it, it's romantic, but it's pointless, is what you're saying. I, yeah, I feel your hippie vibes, and I respect them. All right, but it's too much. All right, I understand. I understand. Dude, this woman's shitting on your day right now. I know, I know, but I just can't believe I have a female caller, so I'm trying to keep her on the line. Don't fuck it up, Hunter. Keep, oh. it, there. keep it there. I'm um, sorry. What were you going to ask Sherman? Well, you don't were, actually... I'm just curious what you're going to ask Sherman. Hunter knows just oh. about anything and everything. He can answer it for you. I'm a scientist. Let's be honest. Um, uh, no, well, I was, I, I was actually going to call and ask about the whole buying the affiliate thing. Cause I thought that was very interesting. Cause I'm a member of, I'm, I'm a member of an affiliate and we just got bought, but it was by some of our members. So I think the transition was really natural. So uh, I don't know how it would be having be some um, amazing infighting now. Yeah. You guys should okay. make a reality. Yeah. You should make a reality show around that. A bunch of uh, members bought it. It's going to be great. Hey, people are going to lose friendships over uh, how many plies of toilet paper they have. Man, Hunter, your brow oh my is God. furled. Chill, buddy. Chill. <laughs> I said your brow is furled. Chill the fuck out. I'm just reading. I'm reading all these um these well, rookie get numbers. Glasses, you've been get some glasses. I'm reading all these rookie all numbers that you've been pumping out on YouTube. 300 views. 800 views. Um, uh, Caller, what's your name? My name is Kate. Kate, did you do you follow Andrew Hiller's um YouTube page? Sometimes I don't subscribe to it out of loyalty to you, but I do watch it sometimes so that you will have more subscribers. Holy shit, man! I didn't even see you. You've completely shaved and changed. You should see my pubes. Um, He released a video. He released a video yesterday accusing uh, Tia Toomey of doing um, performance enhancing drugs, and I'm struggling struggle bus over here i'm struggling with it struggling struggling he's struggling. that new you remember that reporter that was chasing down um chasing down lance armstrong what was the name of that fucker he's becoming the new that guy he literally was like here's he, the thing dude you can't i don't think you should be accusing people of that uh, mike sauce says hunter mcintyre's programming is top tier caller do, did you do you know what video i'm talking about before i let hunter take over the show Leave some tips. I'm aware of it. Yes. Do you think? Do you, what do you think? Do you, like she, I, I don't. I watched the video, and 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 to be honest, I, it was hard for me to watch, so I didn't give it a hundred percent of my attention because the whole time I was just like, dude. Hashtag know. hope not dope. Let's why. 
you can't put that other hashtag. I, I think basically he admits that he's doing it four clicks but it's i just keep thinking what if that were my sister or my mom or my daughter like you're accusing someone with no um it's a bold accusation it's not i it just doesn't seem nice to me it doesn't Uh, like there's no evidence just because i'm five five there's no evidence that i have a tiny penis none is tag is tag is natty or not and there seems to be testimony to the uh, that you do have a large penis, Savon. So I believe is, you, and I'm going to believe. I test, I, testi- I testified to it. Um, the uh, Hunter's tonsils testify to it. <laughs> the relation retiring. It just. I. I'm not. A, I don't like it. I. I. I think I'm gonna. He's gonna come on tomorrow, and I'm just. I, I. I just don't like it. I think it's a bold accusation to make without any sort of evidence. Well, he shows evidence. He shows also, but it's 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 just um his opinion and like i maybe i'm too romantic but i just see us as still even if we it's okay for me to talk shit about my mom and dad but no one else and it's like hey that's our you're shitting in our in our kitchen you have no you're shitting where we eat we you have no you have no proof that she did any performance enhancing drugs and and because the way and the proof that he does or the evidence that he brings up it would it would insinuate that a bunch of other people, anyone who's won the games more than once is basically on the juice. Yeah. Hashtag hope not dope. Hey, a caller, would you like to see, can you see the video right now? Um, I walked away from my YouTube, but I can look at the video. You have to see Hunter's mic. Okay. Are you talking about this gold pimp mic right here? Yeah. There's I only one this, thing I, I want to see do the- with that. I found this thing on the internet. Oh my god. Oh what what a baller. Look at that gold mic. It's it's gold plated, He is a golden right? god. It's not it's not gold to the core. It's not gold. <laughs> but it's nice. It's nice. It's a gilded mic. It is. Have you um, have you ever done any performance enhancing drugs, caller? I have not. What was um, your well, name again? I, I forget I'm... already. I forget my old brain forgets already. Jackie. That's okay. It's Kate. Okay. I had some fucking douchebag get on my shit a couple years ago during a tournament and was accusing all of the time that I did like heroin and cocaine is performance enhancing drugs. I was like, I don't know if I believe that. And he was really making a pass at it. And he started to contact my sponsors and stuff and started to really kind of make really chop me down at the knees with my public relations. And I had to give him a cease and desist. So what if you did coke though? I don't get, I don't get, is that illegal? Uh, because technically, it's considered on the banned list. And oh, I wasn't like oh. doing this in the middle of a competition. Like it was more of like the way. So you were doing. So you were doing coke, just not in the. Competition. I, and I would think, like, if you're doing coke in a race, wouldn't that just make you more likely to shit your pants later on or something? So I, I mean, maybe that would help you go faster, but I don't think that would be a performance enhancement. Listen, you're not doing enough then. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stimulant. Yeah. What do you think, Hunter? What do you, uh, you're, 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 uh, um, sorry, Kate, were you going to say something? Oh, no, that's okay. You go on. Uh, Hunter, what what do you think? Do you, I know, I know that you're, you're pretty vocal. You don't like cheating, like, and and you have a zero tolerance for cheating. You're you're pretty aggressive about it. What do you think about, um, have you seen the video Hiller made about Tia? I, while you guys were like, what's with your furrowed brow? I was trying to read, um, some of the comments and some of the things that he was kind of trying his points that he was trying to hit upon. 
But I just think it's kind of unfair to accuse without evidence. Like it's it's a pretty flimsy. I didn't watch the video, but it's a pretty flimsy move to fucking just start being like, well, that person's so good they got to be doing something. I mean, dude, there's there's people out there in this world that are just genetic outliers, and there's just nothing you can do about it. Like there's there's kids that are going to be born in in parts of Africa, like high altitude Africa, that are going to be running basically national level times with like so little training um, because of their just genetic, um, you know, composition. There's going to be people in, you know, up in Iceland that are basically going to be born to be giants and you can't accuse them of being steroids because just in their bloodline, they're just much bigger people. And that doesn't make them cheaters because they're giants. Um, And I'm not saying Tia has anything that like seems like it's a genetic outlier, but she's a lean, strong woman. And just probably I've trained with her once before. She just puts the fucking work in. And I've spent a lot of time around athletes and there's people that put work in and there's people that don't put as much work in or put. What if I looked at your shoulders over the next, uh, I went to all the Hunter McIntyre videos from the last 10 years. And I, and then, and I looked at your shoulders and I used that to say, Hey, you are, you're not on steroids. I mean, that's basic. Shoulder mass is one of those shoulder mass is one of those kind of things that and even if you were becoming enhanced by before by performance enhancing drugs because it just takes so much to stimulate that muscle small muscle group. But that being said, man, like if you take a period of time, let's just say her eight to ten year CrossFit career, and you focus on a muscle group and it gets bigger over time, that's not crazy. Listen what listen listen what this guy says. I couldn't disagree more with Jim. Hiller backed it all up with what he that why he thought that he never just accused based off of her being a one, backed it up off of what's between his ears, like nothing in the outside world, nothing real. Like he backed it up based on his perception of things. It wasn't like, hey, I saw a needle hanging out of her ass, and I spoke to a doctor who said he gave her testosterone. I mean, it's fun to like hypothesize like what could be things. I mean, it's just it's just you making a wild guess. But when it gets to something as serious as doing, like I like to look in the hills whenever I go into the mountains. I'm like, this might be a place that Sasquatch lives. And like, hey, he even says here, but he even says here, um, should I make more of these? Sorry, Hunter. He says, should I make more of these? I mean, there's a lot of people on the internet that do the natty or not thing, and that's that's already been played out. So. There's not. It's not necessary. Do you have an opinion on whether it's okay that he does that? That he does this? Do you think? It's, you think? I, I think it shows. I think it's bad. Bad. Bad character. Uh, I think it's very low hanging fruit. I'm still here, but I'll go soon. Um, but yeah, I think it's low hanging fruit, and it's a bad path for him to go down because I think it's just playing on just clicks, and it's not. It, it doesn't actually add anything to the conversation, and he should post that shit on Reddit. But. Um, I will go and thank you very much for taking my call. And I will, and yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, Kate. I think he's pretty, the only thing that I think is transparent is I think that he is transparent that the fact he's doing it for views. Well, I mean, I could, Jim, my point is, is that I could say anything in TMZ of um, the CrossFit world now, because there's not much to talk about in CrossFit. Now that the CrossFit games are done, like, what the fuck are you going to talk about? So try to find some like some like dirt on all these people and then just be like, well, I think Tia's sleeping with, you know, with uh, Greg Glassman. 
based on the fact that I found that's these how tweets, she won these tweets from 2008. Uh, it's it's trash. It's hot trash. Um, uh, he's he's had multiple conversations with doctors who literally specialize in helping people cheat. I I agree. Hiller does a ton of research on the subject. I told I totally agree. I, I I hear you. I just think to call. Why why do that to her? I mean, we know we know the main reason he's doing it is for views. He he admits that. I but and I appreciate that honesty. But um, where where do you stop? Where like what won't you do for views? I, I, I guarantee you within a few months that this dude is going to start an OnlyFans in his garage. He lives in an auto shop. He's got low morals. He's got, Why do you uh, say he has low morals? Because he lives in an auto garage. No, and, no, that's uh, his gym. That's his, that he doesn't live in there. You can I'm, live in a garage and not have low morals. I'm that's just not, I used to live oh. above Johnny's auto body shop. In, um, and in you the, had low morals. Uh, that's a correlate. That's not I a, a uh, I was a dirty guy at the time. I had just like a SpongeBob blanket that I bought from Walmart that I just. You don't like want to take this conversation screwed. serious. I'm just, pissed at you, dude. I am taking it seriously. What I'm struggling with it because he's he's my homeboy. You want to struggle forty five minutes going back and forth of whether or not that this guy is a bad person? He shouldn't have done it. And what's he going to do? He's not going to take it down. It's probably one of the biggest viewed things that he's ever done, and he's probably stroking his cock in a dark room right now, being like, "I'm so fucking cool." Even and, if everything he said is true, and and it, and it probably is true, like all the the observations, it it, it doesn't mean you. Well, I mean, hey, it, here's the thing: dude, if he were to put his penis a in a guillotine, so it's not. What? I will not say he's been hot on this stuff for a long time. When right, I was he has. Come on and and just fill you in on the likelihood of people being on performance. I, I didn't even want to fill you in. I was just going to give you the data points on all of the available research on how many people that have popped in CrossFit, and I was just right. going to read the fucking names to you. And based on just numbers of people that were tested versus number of people that popped positive is fucking huge. So I wanted to come on and have that conversation with you. And I didn't want to dig deeper because I recognized that people were going to get hurt for no fucking reason. And trying to make a public podcast that if something that I don't really even give that shit like about, like I competed in CrossFit one year based on the invite. I don't care about it. Like, and trying to take people down that I'm not involved with daily other than my friends it's not valuable, but when I when I was going to come on so and have you that would conversation, take your friends you, down. Did you just say you would take your friends? I wouldn't. Meaning, I wouldn't. I oh, wouldn't. Oh. I wouldn't. And when I was when I was going to come on and do that podcast with you, this dude reached out to me immediately, and that was probably Andrew, like, you mean Andrew Hiller? Yes, Andrew Hiller reached out to me immediately and wanted to like dig into the weeds of this stuff. And we had a conversation, and he wanted to know. He's like, "Do you know people's names? Like what? What?" And I was like, "No, I don't." But I'm just going to give you guys the probability of it happening based off of the metrics that are available to us through CrossFit's testing system. And it's a very cheap testing system. Like you just piss in a cup. They called me, I pee in a cup. Like, you know what? Like it's very easy to get masking agents and also just cycle off of steroids before a competition. Like it's not a very elaborate system. So based on the corollary of the fact that there's people popping all the time, the the ability of getting like not getting caught is very, very easy based on just like knowing like, Hey, it takes this long to get out of my system type shit. Um, it, it was just one of these kind of things where I was like, yeah, you take one and two and uh, equals three. That was my, that was my guess, but I wouldn't make a fucking podcast about it. Accusing people based off of very flimsy data. And that's, that's fucking low. It's a TMZ type move. It's one of these kind of things where he wants clickbait. And if he wants to run his career like that, like, I don't know what he does for a living. 
and I'm assuming that he's probably making pennies off of the work that he's putting in to get out of this thing. So I don't know his motives. It's fucking the good lame. that Hiller has brought in boxes across the world are now squatting a little lower and locking out just a little longer. He needs to stay away from accusations. If he were to say, I'm okay with the video if he said, hey, I think people are doing um, uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, what is the thing? Savannah? One, of, one of his first videos he made was talking about whether about steroids in CrossFit. That was one of the first videos that people are like, hey, you got to check out this guy's work. And he used footage of Rich Froning without saying Rich Froning was doing um, steroids and it was footage that i shot back in 2010 and i even hated that i even like i even hated yeah but dude you have to understand you have to put context to accusation like it's anytime you're like hey we think there's doping inside of of um you know tour de france you're gonna fucking put footage up of lance armstrong on there because he's the most interesting winning right. most athlete there is right so right. I don't blame them for that. So if they were talking but, about the pedophilia ring that circles um, uh, the Tour de France, just because they use trying picture- to say with the alligator mouth that Hiller's cooler than me. P-N-K-L-O-D-Y-0-2-5. You can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jim uh, um, says, I see what you're saying, Sevon. I agree it's a pretty big accusation to make without knowing. With that being said, it's entertaining. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. And then I, and then, but I... Like I know Tia, I've stood next to Tia. I know uh, Shane. I've stood next to Shane. I I don't. Maybe that's why they're real people to me. She's a hardworking chick, dude. That was the point that I was trying to make. Like, just it just takes years and years and years of work, and you know, eventually. What risk did he take by making those accusations? What what like if he had his penis? Yeah, there's no risk on his part. He could technically get um. He could technically. What am I trying to say? I, I know. Actually, maybe there is some risk. He was probably a little scared posting that. He's probably a little scared. He probably made that video and was like, "Oh fuck, I'm opening Pandora's box." I'm currently wonder. in a position right now where I'm talking to lawyers based on um, some suing Hiller. No, 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 no. Oh. Based on some poor business decisions that I made to get associated with scummy people that you know, um, and I instead of taking the route where I was like, I'm just gonna fucking blast these people all over the internet because I have all the evidence and I talked to the lawyer about that and everything and I was like there is some fucking fine lines you can get away with a lot but then also you can get yourself in some fucking hot water really quickly if people wanted to do it but I don't know you mean like if you mean like Tia could sue him maybe technically I haven't watched the video so I don't know what he's what boundaries he's crossed but uh damn like it's a messy road it's a messy road he opened know. Pandora's box. Did you see what I'm saying by he opened Pandora's box? Of what? Accusing people? Just it, it, it's it, it was we're in we're in a we're in a cult. We're in this small community. Yeah, nobody gives a shit, man. I had this conversation with Noble yesterday. They were talking to me about, you know, wanting to get into different markets. And I was like, if you walk into a room, like I was just at a wedding. And you go into a room of 20 people and you say, how many people do CrossFit here? You maybe have like one random person raise their hand. If I said, how many people are running here, like run here, I would say more than half the people will raise their hand. It, it's just like we're, we're in a very, very tiny bubble and it's a very obsessive bubble. And that's why, you know, you're creating a podcast about another person's podcast. Like it's, that's, that's how culty and fanatical it is. It's like, it's 
you're you're giving responses to a low level integrity person in a garage filming themselves hey, talking hey, about people. I don't want to. I'm not. I don't want to slander him. I'm still processing it. You're, it's not. It's not. You seem like you want to say, but you just want me to say it for you. You want me to throw the rock first, and then as soon as I start throwing rocks, you're like, now I'll throw rocks. If if I, I, if that's the case, I don't. Um, I, I don't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not uh, aware of that. No. Here's the thing. I'm trying to think of how to think of it because right now, how I think of it is not good. It's not good. Like it's not. I think what he did was bad. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think I'm going to hang out with Andrew for like the next four days in a row. Does he live down there in Southern California? No, we're just hanging out. But I saw this come out yesterday, and I'm just like, where do you wow, guys I, hang out? Is this like a virtual chat room? No, no, in person. He's coming. We're going to hang out at the beach. Like for you guys are like that intimate already. Very intimate. Do you guys touch tips? We have. We haven't. I'm I mean, open I think to it. if you're ever going to do docking, you should do it in Newport Beach. I, 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 I'm not asking you to throw the first rock. I thought, um, I, yesterday when I spoke to you on the phone and I mentioned this to you, I was a little surprised because I, I know you're really, really against cheating, but even you express like, yeah, maybe this wasn't cool. And I, and I've been struggling with it. I've called a handful of people and, and what, when I talk to people about it, they conflate the issues. They're like, well, he presented the evidence. He did this. He did that. He did. That's not what I'm talking about. That's different. If he would have done that to me one on one, I understand it. But publicly, he's taken someone and drugged them through the mud. And I and I I, I, I would I wouldn't want that done to me. I, I mean, I, I know. I get it. I'm I'm saying it's it's a shit move. It's a shit move. But what are you going to do, man? I mean, is is as long as athletics has been going. Well, first, on I'm going to make a podcast the, on it and try to get some views on it. Like, damn you know. right, dude, we're going to get 300 fucking views. As long as, as long as this stuff's been going on and performance enhancing drugs has been around, there's always the question of pe- whether or not people have been doing it. And to say that this guy's a bad person to insinuate that it's a possibility, um, it's it's not that crazy. It's not that crazy. He's not a terrible person to just even open up the conversation. Are the top level people in CrossFit doing steroids? It's not that crazy. Um, and it's unfortunate, but that that's the that's what comes with the territory. Like if you're gonna get into public sports, there's gonna be people criticizing you, analyzing you, all these kind of things. You think this girl's just gonna have a clean record coming into a sport, winning the CrossFit games five or six times, and then walk away with no shade whatsoever? No. Just not. Wow, that's a, that. Wow, yeah. Okay. She's not like. Listen, you. Maybe you I just don't like it. it that it's one of my friends doing it. True, but someone's got to do it. So now the fact that you actually have a level of, of affiliation with this person, you can have an honest conversation with him, probably will sway it towards it not happening again. No, I think I think that he's opened Pandora's box, and I think he's going to be off to the races. I think like there's going to be one on fucking Matt Fraser tomorrow, and fucking uh, Mariel, Ariel Lowen. I was going to say Mariel Lo- Ariel Lowen the next day. God, I hope he makes one on me. You're probably doping. I, I mean, dude, it. there's a point in my life where probably when I'm just like so beat to shit that I'm just going to use all of the synthetics that are available to human, you know human fingertips and I will just start pumping myself full of all the drugs. Like when I'm in my fifties. If, if you won, do they test at high rocks? Were you no, tested? It's no, ridiculous. 
they're just a flimsy company to begin with. I mean, fucking for Christ's easy, sake. We, easy, we, easy. I'll be honest, dude. At World Championships this year, they just walked up and took a plate off of the sleds because the German athletes were not strong enough to move the sleds. And I warned them forever. I was like, you guys know that you use different material for the sleds in Europe. So it is not going to be easy for them over here. So like, that is not true. The German sleds are very, very hard. And then they came over and the athletes could not move the weight. So they just took the fucking weight off. Like it's a low integrity company. That's why I, like, I, I love the fact that I get to compete. I love the fact that there's athletes that are out there that are hardworking and I get to compete against them. But I don't expect a company that is willing to change weights the day of a championship are nationally, internationally accredited weights for this event, are willing to change it on the fly to accommodate other athletes, are willing to go the extra mile of testing athletes also to have a clean sport. If the Germans are such fucking pussies they can't move weight, why would you want to test them to prove that they're not doing illegal drugs because they're already so fucking weak? The opinions of Hunter McIntyre are his solely – and not do not represent the administrators or the employees at the Sevon Podcast. The, the, uh, Hunter, this is what I'm talking about, uh, about people not understanding the conversation. Look what this person's right. If we are saying he made his opinion based on doctored picks, the question is why are you doctoring picks to make – like, I mean, do you see this is just like following down – uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not picking on you, uh, Pink Lady025. This is that girl like, a new this, one. this is like the dumbest shit ever. Like that's not even what we're fucking talking about. What That's like, uh, it's the pics that are posted by cross. None of that matters. That's not the point. That's not, that's not, no, that, that's not the point. She's been doing CrossFit for six years. You're looking or 10 years or 15 years. And we're looking at pictures and of, of the, of the greatest CrossFitter who ever lived. And then, um, and then, uh, to, to get views and clicks, we're accusing her of doing steroids. It's fucking nuts. It's, it's not nice. It's not cool. You wouldn't, you wouldn't. You, you wouldn't um, you wouldn't like it if, if, if someone did it to you. The only the only thing I've heard so far that kind of like makes me feel a, a little understanding is, is what Hunter said. This is inevitable in this day and age with six world champ in one of the hardest sports that's ever existed. Um, you're a six time world champion. Obviously, someone's going to question um, based on the context of how many athletes do drugs and the prevalence of, of doping. Um, someone's going to question it. But he didn't just question it. He, I mean, he. We should. I should watch the whole video before I really comment on a deeper level. He he uses this word. He says, "What was the word he used? Not partake." He says she deployed in 2017 or 18. She deployed PEDs. So he it is 100 percent saying that that's when she started doing stuff. That basically, yeah. Yeah, but she's been winning for a long time. She was just the unassuming champion for such a long time, and then all of a sudden. I don't know whether or not her programming changed. She definitely got a little bit more muscular, but that's not that fucking crazy. Like I literally right now, I could disappear for a year and train my ass off. And if you didn't see pictures of me for that year and the progression of me moving forward, you'd think I would definitely on drugs. But if you, if you put, I could put five to eight pounds of muscle on me and I'd look like a different fucking person. Hey dude, the difference between Pat Barber from, the morning he would show up at the CrossFit games to the night when he would do his last workout, he looked like a fucking skinny little kid when he showed up at the games. And then by the and he fucking had that sick CrossFit pump. Yeah, it would be fucking nuts. He would, he would fucking leave there looking like a fucking action figure. Yeah. We all know Hunter was definitely on EPO to win his last high rocks. Nice. Nice. A little slander, dude. What, what that's the stuff that gives you red blood cells or something. The sad thing is, is I don't need it at all. 
I partied fucking leading up to that championship, and I put the Baltimore beat down on those guys on a half-ass effort. I'm not sure what this good job, and you're a beast. Uh, he doesn't not accuse her. I don't even know what that means. Are you sore after you do the High Rocks World Championships? Unbelievably, but the fitter I get, the beginning of the season when I first start doing High Rocks again, and I'm like just training, and then all of a sudden I do my first race of the season, I am wrecked. And then all of a sudden, it, you just it's just like calluses on your hands. Eventually, at the end of the season, you've done so many and you're so acclimated to it, it just makes a, it doesn't hit as hard. Like I literally the during North American Championships in January, I I literally had to go home to my hotel room and lay down the rest of the evening when everyone was partying and I just couldn't handle it. And then like two months later, I raced um in the Dallas uh where I set world record and I was totally fine afterwards, but my core temperature was so high. I couldn't sleep all night. So I was just drenched in sweat. I went to the airport. I booked an earlier flight at like 3 a.m. And then at World Championships, I went out and ate a bunch of mushrooms and played played craps, and I was totally fine. Did you do the mushrooms like the chocolate ones? Yeah, dude. I've got boxes of them over here. I shouldn't say that because if there's cops on here, I don't have boxes of chocolates. Mind your hey, own business. Is it is it like you eat like two two pieces and you're just like happy? You eat four and things get a little loopy and you eat six and the walls start dripping? Yeah, man. I mean, when I was younger, that's what someone told I, me the other day. Like up until like five years ago, I used to eat mason jars this big, full of them, and it was my favorite thing. Like, I loved just reaching outer space and completely breaking my my mind down. And now I'm at the point where like I can get a similar response. Um, like I like speeding when I was a kid. I don't need to go as fast nowadays. I get a similar response and feel out of it with much. You bought a fucking seven hundred horsepower truck. You're so fu- you're still so immature. Don't act like I mean you're still. How's that immature, dude? You have to understand. Like if there dirt? are horses, I'm not a dirt. I'm, I'm a dude. Don't. If there are horses, I'm gonna ride all of them. And if there's seven hundred and two horses that I can stick under the hood of a car, I'm gonna fucking ride the shit out of that engine. Eddie and I went out it the other day. We tried to street race people. It was a blast. But my point is, is yeah, mushrooms are the shit. Hunter at the CF Games compared to Hunter at High Rocks is pretty wild. Dude was thick. Yeah, I had to put on a lot of weight to try to move that CrossFit shit, and it was hard. Eddie, Wen- Eddie Wenzel, I'm not saying I agree with what Hiller did, but I do think that with all of the positive tests, these questions for sure become more prevalent. Who is – sure, sure. Let's see this for a second. Band USADA. Um, it's heroin banned, uh, a banned USADA product. What drugs are not allowed in Olympics? Yeah, dude, I'm not allowed to use heroin to go to the Olympics. Now I would consider heroin to be probably a net negative for, um, net negative for, for, for sports, but it's still banned. There's probably a lot of people doing things year round that technically would pop them if they got tested. And I'm not even saying performance enhancing drugs. I'm just talking about shit that you don't even know about. Well, I, I, I know I'm sure I'm sure there's athletes who have popped a few Vicodin uh, at the CrossFit Games before they do like the, the final, you know, three events on Sunday at at, at the um, at the uh, at the uh Carson, I don't know the if Vicodin's illegal, but but they're doing it. It definitely is, dude. It's, numb, narco- numb it's a narcotic. Yeah. yeah so they're doing it to numb the pain <laughs> so that they don't feel the fucking discomfort. I actually I thought that was kind of a brilliant move. 
I mean, dude, yeah, but it is. But that's is that legal? Can you do Vicodin? No, no, that's no, not no. legal either. Oh. No, 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 no. I mean, a couple of years ago, I rolled my ankle really terribly in 2018 before a championship, and I would have loved to have taken a Vicodin, but my my coach Mike Tremello just duct taped the shit out of my ankle, and we were eating like four Advil every hour. I thought only girls rolled their ankles. That's weird. I, ne- I never heard of a guy doing that. I actually that. have really dainty ankles. Look at these things. I mean, it's because oh, my I, thighs I'm sure, are so, buddy. I'm so sure. thick. They're called donkey legs. You know how donkeys have like these gigantic ass cheeks similar to me, but then they just go down to these very narrow little hooves? That's what I got going on. My hey, how, must- do you, how do you know when you're washed up when people ask questions like this? What does that mean? Is Hunter still competitive canoeing? Oh, yeah. Going to the Olympics for canoeing? I have started the process. Um, why are people accusing us of being washed up? Who, oh, me or you? By the way, I think started. Bruce asked where I got this thing. I got this in the ladies section. It's a, it's a women's blouse that I got in, in Switzerland before um, this wedding that I just went to last week. Hey, la- last night you you brought up this subject, and I apologize if I'm not supposed to bring this up, but that maybe you, you implied that maybe Hiller's behavior making that video could also tarnish my reputation. Well, you know this just as well as I do. Your association with anybody is reflective of who you are as a person, you know. It's just like if you live in a den of thieves, you're associated with like thievery. You could be like you could be assumed that that's the kind of person that you are. And it's tough. I mean, like I definitely keep very odd characters around me at all times. People that are doing drugs, saying weird shit, um questionable behavior but that's because i just like living life on the edge and those kind of people entertain me in a way that normal people don't like not saying i need to be entertained i just have a better time with those people and for sure i've been questioned a lot because of the people i spent my time around and i don't i've actually always liked hiller like i've got nothing bad to say about him but if he becomes this person that like this is the um the the scope of of business that he's like content he's putting out yeah, you might want to take a step back. He 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 makes his own he makes his own observations and states his opinion. I I I I, I hear I, I okay I I hear you. Um, uh, Wad Zombie says I look like a slightly worn out David Duchovny. I fucking love Californication, and I'm gonna tell you something. No one ever said that I look like David Duchovny, and I started watching that show Californication, and I started like power watching it, and people started saying I looked like him. I've never seen the so, show, so I can't. So weird. Oh, it's the greatest show, dude. You should watch it. Hunter, are you going to do... Uh, Hunter, try not to be, going to be negative on this, okay? Okay, let's go. Let's go. Don't, don't, tell, me, don't tell me what to do, Savon. Okay, fine. I won't. Uh, Hunter, are you going to do a Joe DeSenia race anytime soon? Are you banned from Joe's races since you are talk, since we are talking banned? We're talking about Spartan race. Um, why would you you be banned because you talk so much shit? I've talked a ton of shit. I mean, dude, everything that I've said about them is coming true. Like I can show you right now, a screenshot on my phone of wall street journal. It's put out like two articles in the past three months about them going bankrupt and not paying athletes. It's one of those kind of things where it's like, I've watched the, the people at the top live very, very fruit bearing lives. And the people at the bottom just get fucked over constantly. And the guy, Joe DeSena, who founded oh, is actually- Oh, come on, really buddy. Guy. That's the, the, you're just whining. Cause they, don't hate on him because he, he's successful. I'm not. I'm saying he's a really, really good guy. I've got the utmost integrity of a relationship with him and great things to say about him. But 
in reality, dude, like when you're busting your ass and, and they're not paying out you're athletes. You're upset because not, he's rich and, and some people at the bottom of the food chain aren't. I've got money. I've got no problems. Not you, other people. Oh, oh, oh. I, I've got nothing. I don't need to lean on these people at all anymore. Um, but at one point, it, they were my entire sole income. So I, I kind of got myself in, in um, you know, some murky waters because I was really fucking calling out these companies and saying shit about them publicly because they're questionable behavior. But I'm not banned anymore. I can go compete whenever I want. Um, so are you, are you going to become a noble athlete? No, no, no. No, speaking on behalf of another project. Um, no, I mean, Noble's a cool company and everything like that, but based on the lifestyle I live, like Noble ba- makes clogs for shoes. And, um, I live that hard in the paint life where I only wear Ugg boots or combat boots. I'm reading a text message. I'm sorry. It's all right. Shows that you're not validating or paying attention to what I have to say. Uh, no, no. This was an important person who knows you, who's sending me some dirt on you. Oh, dude, let's go. I want dirt on them. Give me their fucking name right now. I'll get it done. They said, I used to sleep with Hunter and he was insatiable. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just get that truth out real quick. You guys, his, can name, his name's below. Mike. His name's Mike. Whatever, dude. <laughs> if you can, I've, I, I prefer than be known as the person that can satisfy everybody. Okay. Uh, noble shoes would explode if Hunter wore them. They don't even hold up for CrossFit. Uh, meaning, yeah, meaning what Hunter does, Hunter work can work a pair of shoes. That's for sure. Damn right, dude. Damn fucking right. I mean, dude, look at this. This, where is it? See that right there? That's a fucking chainsaw mark on my Ugg boots. Like, Noble couldn't handle that shit. I fucking am chopping down massive trees in chain in my Ugg boots. Hey, do you know who wears Uggs inappropriately? Who? Super hot chicks and fucking Hunter McIntyre. <laughs> dude. Have you worn a pair of Uggs yet? No, I haven't, but there I can't yeah, I have once. Do you know that my core if I put on a fucking pair of Uggs in the in in negative 40 degrees and I go outside naked, I'll still sweat. They are the un they're un they fucking warm a human being up. I can't even wear wool socks. I I will overheat in a second. I can't wear a hat, a Your beanie or wool cool socks or Uggs. Like yeah, probably. But uh, but you are, are that terrible. kind of person. I see hot chicks doing that all the time. Like my, my wife will fucking do that. Be wearing like something and then and then a pair of Uggs. I'm like, I guess that works because you're hot and you have a good body. And you're like that too. You think just because you're hot and you have a good body that you can just wear Uggs like to go out chainsawing. Fuck you guys. Dude, it is an athletic shoe. I have an Instagram oh, called <laughs> I have an Instagram called Uglifts. Oh. And it's just Let me see that chainsaw mark. I wanna I wanna see that. I wanna is it really did you really cut your Swear fucking on the holy bible? Do you see that fucking mark right there? I'm lucky though, because if it literally had been hit with power right there, dude, it would have gone straight into my toe. Cause this is maybe like an eighth of like sheepskin between me and losing a toe. God, it's like the most feminine product and the most masculine product. You're such a, you have a chainsaw and Uggs at the same time. You are. I can't believe you keep on coming human. down to Southern California to hang out with your sugar mama. Yet you don't even make the pit stop of dropping off in Malibu or my cabin. It takes two seconds. Hey, I, I feel like sh- at this point we have enough depth in this relationship that you could just stop off and say hi. I, I could. I could. Why God. don't you come here and say hi? I have three kids. You can bring your three kids here. It's paradise. I would com- a, 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 I would combust if I were to try to wear Uggs. Yeah, me too. They're so fucking hot. Um, what was I going to say? 
Uh, I want to ask you about Europe, what you were doing in Europe, but go ahead. Go ahead. You go first. Real quick. How long are you in Newport for? Two weeks, dude. You got to come meet this lady. I'm back. What? I'm, I'm, uh, I get back on Sunday from this wedding and we'll just, we'll rage. I got to go down there anyways, dude. That's where my training is for, for, um, canoeing. Don't you have a world championships you're participating in? Like a, a, a swimmy, swim, run, swim, 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 run, run, run. <sighs> Can we defer this question to another time? Sure. Thank you. <laughs> uh, ask Hunter next week about run swim. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just you know let's just push that off for a second. Um, How many people in High Rocks want to be um, professional athletes? I would say it is. I mean, obviously, not nearly at the level that CrossFit is, just because CrossFit's so so much bigger. But the percentage of people that are going to do high rocks, I think, are higher. Like if you took a pool of 100 people to do high rocks versus CrossFit, it's higher in high rocks than it is CrossFit um, because it's just much more attainable and like you can do it year-round all over the globe. And there's 15 people that make it to the elite wave every single year, so it's actually a, it's a more narrow achievement than it is to make it to the CrossFit Games. But the level of competitiveness – is definitely a lot better than CrossFit games. Um, uh, Nathan, hi, go, go ahead. I, I want to I want to respond to that in a second and, and get and ask your opinion on something. Nathan, hi. Nathan, I prefer if you refer to me, hey, Captain yeah. Beef. Uh, Captain Nathan, you're on with Captain Beef. Captain Beef. Oh, uh, one captain to another uh, up here in Maine. It's raining its ass off today, but yeah, I'm listening to the show and. It's crazy because I I love Hiller so far. I've like listened to everything he's got, and I, I Hunter, I. I appreciate what you got to say, Hunter. And I'm at first I was like, God, like both of them are so edgy and then like parts are true. And then other parts, it's like, ah, it's a stretch. So like, how does the common CrossFitter like find their way it hearing both sides of it? That's where I'm just like, I don't know. It's true right now. You know, I mean, what, what's your take? I mean, dude, all, a lot of us grew up playing baseball, but not many of us like are going to look like Jose Canseco just blasting balls out of the fucking stadium. And when you find out your hero, Jose Canseco is just on the juice. I'm still going to play the fuck out of baseball. You know what? There's some people that are going to push the limits and they're going to cheat a little bit. But if you accuse him of being on it, I'm not going to hate on him. But if he, if I caught him being on it, I'd be heartbroken. So I, I've got, um, I would choose to believe in these people being good, honest Christians not doing the dope. And if you can live like that, then you should be, you'll be feel for fine. Nathan, I, I'll, I'll say something to you. I, I, I heard the question differently than um, uh, Captain Beef heard it. Um, Captain McIntyre Beef, but Captain Beef McIntyre. Um, but when, when, when uh, the New York Times uh, released that uh, article attacking Greg and they had a paragraph and they're attacking me and the implications that I was involved in some sort of fucking sexual misconduct, I never went back and listened to that podcast with um, Stacey Tovar did. I know that Stacey came on the podcast several times. We were friends and I know that she thought it was bullshit and I, and I assumed it was bullshit, but I never went back. And then recently, Andrew Hiller made a video defending me, which was fucking awesome. And I, and I would be lying. I would be lying if I said it didn't fucking warm my heart. And he showed the video that the New York Times referenced that made it look like I was some sort of fucking sexual predator when it was actually the exact opposite, which I which I fucking knew it would be. But it, it showed it showed Stacey Tovar talking about if you do uh, uh, take um, uh, birth control pills, that it would affect your uh, uh, competitive level. 
And instead, I should have been fucking rewarded and held on an altar. But instead, I was destroyed and lost my job because of fucking idiots like Eric Rosa. Now, um, woke, woke lying douchebags that manipulate and lie to society and attack yeah. and basically hate women. But and that's me being gentle. That being said, so so I have that bias. I'm like, wow, I really like that that um, that Hiller did that. That was, I mean, that really warmed my heart. But what's it say? Um, to what 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 do you think? What what he he in the same way he maybe um helped uh get the story straight about me. What he he had evidence. He could show the video. Yeah, yeah you but you know what? Like I, I, it's speculative to fucking accuse Tia Toomey of, of, of performance enhancing drugs. I mean, well, well, what I what I think and what I hear is like there's criticism from the outside. Like when CrossFit was not, you know, giving no reps, it was like it was clear, you know, and it made sense that somebody finally, you know, stood up and said something. And yeah, it was a lot he easier. To- he had real evidence. Yes. Well, yeah, he had real evidence based on standards. And now this is like, okay, it's a it's a viewpoint. But at the same time, it's like he's been in the space. Like Hunter's been in the space. You've been in the space to know, like, what people look like, what activity, you know. So it's hard to, like, like really concretely stand up. And it's like, is it even necessary to stand up? I mean, that's kind of where my head's at is, like, you know, like, we don't want to just bring everything down on what we're trying to make better. Like, and that's what I love about Hiller. It's like, he's trying to make things better and it feels like he's being a dick. But in reality, like, is this like too much? Is this like just trying to bring things down for the sake of, you know, that's where I'm just like, well, what is this for the sake of right now? Hey, quick question. You know, well, he admits, is, he is admits Andrew, is Andrew Hiller a CrossFit Sorry. athlete? Like, did he compete in CrossFit? Yes. yes. He's so, this so is one good. Of these kind he's of fucking things. great. He's this is one of those amazing. things I just want to put out there. Typically, this kind of behavior comes from people that were always on the edge of being great and didn't make it. And then as soon as they didn't make it, they start casting shade. I'm just telling he acknowledges you that, too. He acknowledges that 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 perception of him. He said well, anybody, I think he's top 50 in the world in the open one year, which is fucking nuts. It's legit. It is super well, not legit. even you could do that. Hunter. If you if you are literally if you're literally like on the cusp then you have this compelling need to convince yourself and, you know, verbalize your reasons for not making it and the doubt involved. But if you're making it, dude, you don't have the fucking time of day to be throwing shade at other people because you're fucking made it. You got to train your ass off and keep on moving forward. That's why you're not catching a lot of fucking top notch CrossFit athletes pointing fingers at other top notch CrossFit athletes. They got their head down. They're getting shit done. They're smashing. Yeah, I know. And I believe that. But also, you know, he wanted to make a video a day for a year, you know, and this isn't something like he's trying to get clickbait and make money. Like one thing I know where Hiller's in the right space is like he doesn't just from the get go say, hey, buy some merch on my homepage and do this and do that. Like, he, you know, that's on the like peripheral. So I do know like he I wants to be a head judge at CrossFit, you know, I, I love that. He does want to be. Well, I mean, I've heard him say if Boz wanted to invite him to be, you know, there up on the judging stand and be ahead, like, that's what I've heard in your guys' talks, too. Like, he wants CrossFit to succeed. He wants it to be the best it can be. I believe that 100%. And, yeah, he had his moment back in the day, but, like, his uh, elbow's gone. Like, he, and he knows that, and he says that, and that's why I appreciate his honesty on I think he, he wants does. a big YouTube station with a shitload of likes. I, I think he's interested <laughs> in popularity. And I, and I don't mean I'm not hating. That's I don't mean that. I, I think he's been very transparent about that. Piece of trash. He wants to be more famous than Captain Beef. Not gonna happen. Well, bro. Uh, the video. 
That is a, a video like yesterday really would like make it hard. <laughs> so you do. So you do think so? So oh, that's fascinating, Carl. So you think that does does hurt his reputation? You think that makes him uh, less likable? No, 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 not, not, uh, I, I, I think if you look at a, a body of work of everyone's videos, you have to see a progression of things. And I, I think, you know, I think what Hunter said earlier, like, you know, you see a progression of people and events and I, you know, I want to go on the ride with Hiller because so far, like it has taken me to a place of better understanding of my own, you know, uh, fitness and my, in, in just the space in general. And I have to tell you like what you guys did at the games this year and how you covered it, like, that that shit made me so excited to watch every YouTube and watch, you had Boz on every night, and it was because of, like, your guys' effort in the last six months or year, whatever, like, that, that made that possible, so you know what, like, I'm on board, and yeah, if you want to make a great YouTube channel, like, that's fine, and his, his subscriber count is only going to go so far as the CrossFit community, just like everyone, like, we, we have to be good at what we do and who we're talking to. And unfortunately, there's only so many million CrossFitters anyway, you know, and maybe obviously my number is like way off, but I'm in general, like if you compare it to Major League Baseball, like we're a, 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 a 100th of a, you know, a scale, you know, so it's like, remember who you speak to, but also like know who it affects, you know. You brought up a good point. I wish you could see what Savan's doing. He's doing some creepy shit in the background. Did you, did you hear how loud it got outside? What's happening? <laughs> he, he's like putting on a poncho or something. I got to get a little pee out of the tank. Fuck. I do this every single time where I get on these podcasts and I chug a fuck ton of coffee and, and, and water. And I just like at the 45 minute mark, my, my bladder is about to explode. You just need catheter, Hunter. You can just sit there and, like, your face changes from, like, really angry to, like, more placid, you know? Dude, I've got a, I've got solid aim, dude. I can, like, get a Gatorade bottle down on the floor and just nail the rim of that bad boy. No problem. All right, you, you guys pee, you, Wait, wait, wait. You peed on this podcast before while we were live? I'm not going <laughs> to confirm or deny such things, but all the fucking time during podcasts do I pee in bottles. I'm going to tell you this. I had a guest one time tell me. That there was a girl there servicing him during the show, and I believe him. I, Adam, I don't see your calling. If you called, I'd answer. I'd fucking kick this dude to the caller. Thank you for calling, Nathan. You good dude. Love you. Bye. bye. Don't leave me alone. Don't leave me alone. I didn't. You didn't. I didn't. I don't. I don't see anyone calling. Oh, oh yeah. It says someone called eight minutes ago. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Okay, here we go. Mister uh, Holiday, hi. Speak your mind, Mr. Oh, no, hold on. Uh, Mr. Holiday, hi. What's up? Hey, uh, Hunter, how's it going? He's, he's not listening. He's just, oh, you're in your fucking underwear, dude? What's up? You're in your underwear? We just saw you walk by the camera in your underwear. No, dude, these are my fucking, these are my short shorts. You trying to get some of this action? <laughs> hey, you have red pubes, huh? Oh, it's like an amber bush. Strawberry. Okay, go ahead, Mr. Holiday. Hi, sorry. Go ahead. Hey, uh, Hunter, I just want to say what's up, dude. I I met you a few years ago. You were doing that campaign for the games. You came down to a gym in San Diego to train with Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. And, uh, yeah, you guys did, like, that whole, what is that, that fit aid campaign or whatever. She beat the shit out of me. Were you attracted to her physically? You got fucked, and then uh, she's such yeah. a beautiful girl. Yeah, she is very beautiful. And then uh, 
yeah, you guys were snatching at the gym and just kind of hanging out watching you guys work out pretty much. But dude, you, you just wanted to say what's up. Well, dude, if no, you, you can't come just call now. and say what's up, dude. This is a fucking like. Yeah, come on. Weigh in on this shit. How big of a piece Jeez of shit Louise. is Hiller? I just wanted to call and touch your, <laughs> run my finger through your pubes. Fucking Adam. Dude, it's the same material. Not, um, now I regret answering. No, that's all good. Fuck you, Savant. <laughs> that's the first time 500 shows in and finally someone grows this set. Yeah. Hey, Savant. Now, I do appreciate your podcast. And then, uh, nah, I think I think Hillary's doing a great thing. Um, I was going to say, you should Oh, yeah, yeah. Out. You think oh. it's great that he's fucking calling out to you, to me? She fucking did nothing but work hard, mind her own fucking business, put in the work. And because he fucking is some sort of fucking self-proclaimed fucking expert on fucking PEDs. Yeah. And assess shoulders. <laughs> Let's do this, dude. He, like that, that he should, he's fucking should be calling her out. You think that that's good? You think that's good for me to hang out with I people think, who do I think that? Someone needs to, I think someone needs to grow some balls and really dig in deep with what's going on inside the sport. If I told Rich Froney one time, if I saw him walk out of a brothel, that I would automatically assume that he was there saving someone's life. Well, that Whereas was the 99% biggest thing I'm worried of the about. men I see walking out of a brothel, I would think that they were there fucking banging whores. And Let's my point honest, is this. What about me? What evidence? You'd be in there doing mushrooms. My point is my point is this. Um, you'd be using their treadmill because it's the only one within 100 miles and you need to get a workout in. Um, my point is this. I don't, see, I don't see anything in her character that deserves to be treated like that. You're right, you're right, but hey, take a take a step back. Let's okay, think about okay, Lance Armstrong, right? Yeah. Look at Lance Armstrong. He, he was, was a douchebag for the whole. Yeah, he was a douchebag. But look, he was a top cyclist. He was their number one man, and then then he went and fucked over the whole sport. And that's what I'm worried about with CrossFit. I'm worried about that one of these top athletes one day is going to pop, and it's going to happen at some point. But whether it, it happens happen. right now, or the OGs that we have. Ricky yeah, Burrard. but I mean, other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about even a bigger name than that. I'm talking but what about do you think would happen? Let's say she, let's say, let's say someone like that did pop. Like, that's not going to fuck over the whole sport, dude. Like, you got to understand, like it, the it comes with the territory. If you're going to play in the big leagues on any kind of level, you're going to catch some shade, and and that's the same thing for you, man. You're you're all you got your panties in a bundle because you're upset that people are throwing shade at you for some of the shit that you've remarked upon in the your, your years as a CrossFit media guy. You put, it's even in the header of your Instagram. You ran like the biggest fitness company in the entire world media, not just biggest fitness, biggest. I'm big. I'm the chief marketing officer of the biggest chain that's ever existed on the planet. Fuck you. Okay, Apple, so Starbucks, and McDonald's subway. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> but then you're sitting here and you get a, Upset. you put yourself in that position man so it's like what are you why are you having trouble identifying with that if you put yourself in a position where scrutiny is available people will scrutinize you i'll say I, i'll say one with that i'm not disagreeing with that i'm not disagreeing with that hey fuck anyone who's gonna go in my dms and be like i agree with hunter i agree so i agree with hunter too just chill <laughs> okay go ahead Mr. Like, hey, 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 i want to get in the mix guys, guys. finally hold on hold on i gotta go back to work but i got two comments First comment, Savon, do you think you'll get rehired with uh, CrossFit since we have the new CEO? What What are your chances? Uh, um, I could see I, I, uh, I could see myself doing something with them. I could never go back and work for them. Like like I could see them being smart. It, it, he does seem like his, his he's got this guy's got his ego in check, and I could see them doing like if they gave us access to semifinals 
or to the games and let us do basically the behind the scenes like we did this year, they would get so much out of us. We would probably grab our ankles. I and freaking hope so, man. Yeah. I mean, so if he <clears throat> learns how to manipulate me, they could fucking use the shit out of me. But they, he still got some e- massive ego trippers over there. But yeah, I could see myself. Yeah, I, I could see something yeah. happening, but okay, I they okay. can never afford me thing. now. I'm a free bird. Go on, yes. Second thing, yes. second thing. Yes. Since we're talking about Hiller Fit, you guys got to check out this. this guy. He's been on YouTube for a long time named Elg Intensity. He's basically just talks shit about people in the fitness space. I'm not the biggest fan of him, but he always drops videos every once in a while just basically harping on CrossFit uh, form and all that. What's and his I say, name? Just give it a shot. Elg, E-L-G, Intensity. He's like this uh, Asian lawyer. He's like a power lifter or something like that, but he creates like a bunch of just videos, basically just harping on people in the fitness industry, not just CrossFit, power lifters, all of those, um, everything. But he just came out with like a new video basically talking shit about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it. You know, I'm not a fan... I'm not a fan of the hater that like the bio lane guys, and I'm not a fan of the dudes who the, the just the hater shit. That is one but thing I'm about saying, Hiller. I'm he's we not do. a hater, and and neither is yeah. um neither is Trevor Cashy, the biochemist I had on yesterday. Just the hating is I, I'm just not a fan of it. Maybe I'm old. Yeah, I, I think it's good to have both. I think obviously we need people in this space that love the sport, but it's good to have. Obviously, that's a little bit too much hate. It's kind of pushing it, but um, I think it's a great thing for the sport. And like I said, Savannah, I appreciate your time. And I got to get back to work before I get in trouble. Okay. Later, don't have anal without a condom. Thank you. So how do you get monkeypox now? Monkeypox. I got to we'll leave in know. four minutes, three and a half minutes. So if you want to get something off your chest, say it now, bro. Uh, tell, what were you doing in Europe? I went there to launch my supplement company and go to two weddings. And what's your supplement company? Uh, I wish I had a container with me. Our hey. company is – what's up? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me. Tell me. Our company's called Builder, Building Better Athletes. And I just took what I thought was the best things you could put in a, in a, in a water bottle into a scoop. So one serving size of our, of our um, drink has six grams of BCAs, three grams of taurine, and just under 1,000 milligrams of electrolytes. And I just am sick and tired of like – the fitness industry selling you products and where the serving sizes are like one tenth to one quarter of what you actually need. They taste like shit and they're making a lot of money off of you. So I was like, fuck that. No, go to builder sports, BLDR, BLDR sports.com. Enhance, enhance. BLDR sports.com. Oh, Shit, bro. Yeah. Can my kids can, can I make here's what I want to do. I want to get um is this so I can I can put a scoop of this in water and then pour it into like popsicle sticks and give it to my kids to eat on Easily. hot days? It's way better. The only thing that I would say that's better for kids is tang. Do you remember tang? Oh, uh, you are an asshole. I fucking love tang. What about Ovaltine? Uh, the only hydration product that helps you maintain your strength uh, during endurance. So when do you drink this? When you're like, because my kids are just going all day. I literally start off every single day because most of us sweat. Like you can get on the scale at nighttime at 200 pounds and you'll wake up the next day at 197. Like you sweat throughout the night and lose lose a lot of water. So I replenish yeah. it first thing in the morning when I wake up. And then I train for every hour of training that I do or like, you know, fairly intense activities. 
Um, I basically will take one scoop of this stuff. Is this new? I don't, I feel like I've been on your site. How come I've never seen this before? We've just been rebuilding shit on and off. Oh shit. My kids can't take taurine, dude. Dude, do you even know what taurine is? It's like, it's caffeine. It's crack. It's like something. It's it's like, it's it's, it's just in bang. It's in bang. Yeah, I know, but that's just a, it's 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 just a component of having energy. It doesn't actually hit your body like caffeine does. It's okay, a, it's fine. just another amino acid that like allows your body to push its limits without bonking. All right. Yeah. It's it's not it's not an energy thing. Like if you drink this, it does not energize you at all. It just is meant to hydrate you. Okay, I'm getting some. Look, you have five star. Are those real reviews? You, you know, if you someone gives it a one star, you don't go in and erase it. Um, you know what's really cheesy? I'll be totally honest, like full transparency. Yes, I don't deal with this at all, but I did find out for my team that people can make reviews and then we can choose to put them on or not, which is pretty fucking dirty. That the that the app that we use is like that. So I could write on there, Hunter has a huge dong, but it's covered f- with hair from base to tip. And they I would could be put like, that at ah. the top of our reviews. I would put that at the top of our <laughs> reviews because that's, that's some honesty I want the people to have. Yeah, it's, right. it's one of those kind of things where basically um, it's kind of fucked up that the app allows you to do that. But we have great, great responses, and it's one of those kind of things where um, I'm not like a billion-dollar company that's going to pump out advertisement. I let word of mouth run my fucking shit. Uh, yesterday I went out to, um, I went out to lunch Yeah. to talk with a potential new sponsor and it was a, uh, a neurosurgeon, uh, yeah. guy who has a husband, gay neurosurgeon and super fucking smart, super smart, super personable, um, and he is married to a uh, television, super high up television executive. And it was just an, it was an incredible, it was an incredible conversation, but he taught a uh, log cabin conservative. Have you heard of that? No. What Those are, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, I should look it up real quick. It's a term. I had heard it before. Log cabin conservative. It's a term. Um, log cabin con- Republicans. Nation's largest Republican organization decade. Oh, it's it's a LGBT LGBT. Oh, by the way, did you see that the LGB community is dropping the T? Have you seen this? They don't want trannies on the team. Nope, I don't blame them. Total, it's a totally different thing. It, it, it's it's like the soccer club having football guys on it. It's like no, this is a soccer club. You can't wait touch a second, the ball with your hands. Wait a second. Isn't yeah. LGBT directly related to your sexual orientation? Not being a heterosexual no. orientation. No, no. What what lesbian, it? gay, lesbian, gay, bi is your is like whose genitalia you want to touch in relationship to your genitalia. So if you're a lesbian, you have a vagina and you want to touch other vaginas. Um, if you're uh, bi, you touch both genitalia regardless of yours. And if you're gay, you have a penis and you want to touch it, rub it with other penises. Now, yeah, but, but I mean, T, listen, but T than, has nothing to do with that. T has nothing to do with that. What about if you fall into that category where you're touching dicks and vaginas and you're a trainer? Well, then you, hey, I could be on the football team, but also play soccer, but it's two totally different sports. I don't, I don't use my you're fucking football letter, card. You're a multiple letter athlete, dude. You're yeah, but it's different, but different organization. Athlete. You don't want to, I don't want to, I, I, the, those fuckers over not, in football, they use hands. I don't use hands. I'm a soccer player over here. We don't allow hands. 
Did you, you know, I got in a really big trouble not too long ago. Hey, why don't we lump up something else in there too? Like people who eat pancakes while we're at it. LGBTPE, pancake eaters. Go on. Savant's happy Hunter gave him that out prompt. Um, I used the word tranny in a situation and I was like, oh, I think that person's a tranny. And people got super upset with me. They're like, you cannot use that word. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, it's transsexual. And I was like, well, it's just the abbreviated version of transsexual. And they're like, dude, that is very offensive. No, it's, and it's not. Just like saying, no, it's not. It's like saying like you're a homosexual and I called I you am. a homo, abbreviated into homo. Why does that all of a sudden have a negative connotation attached to it? I, I know that like it's easier to say and probably more often used. If I you was tell like, that person that they should come on my show and I will unfuck them. Hey, tranny is such a cool word. Brain. It is a great word. It rolls yeah. right off the tongue and it's it's cool. And I'm not using it in a derogatory word like in a sense. I'm just using it in the way of like proper labeling. If you if you identify the last as a the last play, I, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no, no tranny cares. Tranny. No tranny cares. Just like no woman cares if you call her a girl. No one cares. Like, Check. like, like it, you should use words correctly. It, isn't it funny? It's the same. It's the same group of people who are offend, who are women who are offended when you refer to them as girls, and yet they conflate gender and sex when those are not even close. Jordan Peterson, I think, was like one of the first people to really start to pretty much try to put some structure around this and they they they've pushed him away. They're not allowing him to be a voice of reason anymore. Whether or not it's the oh, right Oh, he's he's a voice of reason. He's the man. I, I think he's pretty fucking intelligent, but people are fucking pissed. Like you Hunter, please call- help Sev on next show without a shirt but keep the hat and views will go up for Sevy. Magnus Why do you always have to go? Like why 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 your Dude, life like, sucks. I'm literally, I'm literally leaving right now to go pump iron because the only way you can wear a fucking Sex Panther shirt is if you look like a Sex Panther. So I got to go pump iron, and then I literally have to get in a car and go straight to my cabin because we're trying to buy a bigger cabin up there. So I have to go do a little bit of research because you're not going to come visit me unless I'm a fucking rich middle-aged woman. So how am I going to get to become rich? First, I got to make the money. And then the middle-aged woman thing, that's something I'm going to have to figure out. God, I so want you to reach my, you have to meet my rich middle-aged woman. She's so fucking cool. I'm pumped to meet her. She sounds awesome. Hey, you know, what's so funny guys. I'll leave you on this note. Hunt. There's something on this app. We use a stream yard and Hunter and I can talk to each other without you guys knowing it's in private chat. And the last person I would, ever think would use private chat would be hunter because just shit just comes out of his mouth and yet he wrote me something in private chat can you imagine how <laughs> it dirty took you it a while to pick up on that i was just <sighs> like i was like i was like he's gonna read this can you imagine how dirty it must be people i didn't even know i didn't even know that there was a private chat and then you were talking with me yesterday and you mentioned it and i was like oh fuck i gotta give him some private chat notes because this, I there's this bar of just consistent bullshit from people over here, which I love to read. By the way, thank you for. Do you want to come back on in the next day or two and facilitate a conversation? Me and Hiller might need some mediation. Dude, bring me on. because so, I want to. I, I love Hiller, and and but but we might need a mediator. We might. It's, e- I mean, it's either. I can be, start crying, and you be, might need to like talk me down. It's got to be Thursday morning or Monday morning. Sign okay. me up. I think probably he'll be in town today. We'll probably do it tomorrow morning. What's is tomorrow Thursday morning? Thursday morning, dude. Sign me up. All right, guys. I got to go pump some fucking iron. All right. Get strong. Stay beautiful.
Adios, guys. Thanks for having me. Peace. Bye. All right. Who can he? He just wrote. It was nothing. I'll tell you guys. He wrote that dude wants to milk you. He was referencing one of the callers, meaning like the guy was riding my jock, like loved me. Like why would if you? I don't. You wouldn't if you didn't love me. You wouldn't call if you didn't want to milk me. So. Okay. Uh, Sherman Merrick, uh, Dynasty CrossFit. Uh, what a great guest to have on. Um, third time he's been on. I highly recommend going back and listening to some of the previous shows I've done with him. S- very intelligent guy, go-getter, ambitious, and a uh, wealth of knowledge in those shows. Hunter McIntyre came on. Uh, it was nice catching up with him. Uh, Andrew Hiller will be on soon. I don't know when, but very soon. Um, and I... Oh, my tomorrow's show got canceled. Tomorrow, I was supposed to do a show with a gentleman who had a heart attack in a CrossFit gym named Mr. Kessler. Uh, he has to reschedule. Um, and let me see. On Friday, guys, Alan Stein is coming on. Oh, and the MMA show with uh, Darian and uh, Justin Nunley. Okay. Uh, you want to get that book by Alan Stein. It's called Sustain Your Game. At least give a, an hour or two listen to it today. You will really like it. Sustain Your Game by Alan Stein Jr. Um, I think you'll be excited to have him on. Maybe I'll even open the phone lines if you guys have questions for him. Uh, brilliant guy. Cool. It, it's in that um, – I hope he doesn't get upset with me for saying this, but it's in that vein of pop psychology books like Malcolm Gladwell. But better than the four-hour workweek guy. Definitely better than that guy. Okay. And I, and, I, and I like Malcolm Gladwell's books. But this is a great book. Okay. Sevon, what was the name of the book? Uh, sustain. Sustain your game. Here, I'll show you. This is what it looks like on the... And for whoever said that I look like a low-rent David Duchovny, I love you. Peace. <laughs>